Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, and today we are joined by my Into the Weeds cohort, the always fantastic Christian Dobson. Christian, how are you doing today, buddy? Hey, buddy, not bad. How are you doing? Doing all right, doing all right. Uh, much like you, I am uh, perpetually tired, um, <laughs> uh, though not as tired as you today for, uh, for reasons. Every, every moment is agony. <laughs> Uh, that 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 reminds me of there were some amazing memes that have come out of Shin Godzilla, which is such a fantastic movie. Still one of my favorite of the last ten years, easy. Um, but just because of the warped and messed up design of Shin Godzilla, when there's been memes, mm-hmm. it's just always underlined with like existence is pain, <laughs> just that kind of thing. <laughs> so. <it's, laughs> Um, why are you so tired today, oh, sir? Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me just say something. <laughs> can, can we, we, we don't have to go into this. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Uh, no, uh, Tom and I <laughs> spent uh, 15 hours yesterday playing Stellaris. And we were up till three in the morning and we still didn't finish. It's not done. We still have to <laughs> probably play for another six to eight hours today. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry that I put you on the spot. No, there. it's good. I, can't, I honestly can't wait to go back and play, but it's you know it's shameful. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, hey man, we're in the right time for that to happen. Mm. Um, I mean, and I, the other, th- I feel like okay, no, 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 because I feel like I was using work as an excuse to. As I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. I, I don't have the mental you know and right. you do all the stuff i need and want to do and now it's like oh you have all the time in the world friend what is the excuse now it's like oh i just <laughs> suck it's, i mean it's a good <laughs> lesson to learn right it's like okay well i mean clearly i'm not that great so i should be yeah, that's something i gotta work on <laughs> I, I i was just gonna say like when you told me the amount of time i was also like you know what it's that's cool that something can hold that vested interest and that you're doing with a friend um, for that long where it's like, you know what? Right on. Why not? So positive. Um, so charitable. I, I try, man. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> trying to find that, uh, trying to find that sunny disposition. That's why we're so good like together. Like I said. I'm the exact opposite. I'm extremely judgmental <laughs> and, and uh, not charitable at all. <laughs> I make very uncharitable assumptions. <laughs> Which one is the, the, the dark part of the yin yang? I, I'm going with Yang. <laughs> All right, so I'm uh, you're the Yang to my Yin. There we go. <laughs> gang, gang, yo, Yang, gang. <laughs> um. All right, so today we are going into the weeds about a uh, a well known, much beloved comic, and then a recently adapted. I don't want to say controversial because it, it's not. Thankfully, uh, people who try to say it is, um, I'll say they're wrong. It's just whether or not it was done well is debatable. Um, but a recently adapted animated movie of uh, we're talking Superman Red Sun. 
And part of the series with Into the Weeds, um, Christian and I are going to be visiting. I'm sure at some point we might include other other comics and other stories, yes. but we're going to be looking at Superman yeah. uh, for a bit because he's a. To me, he's still a very very interesting character. Um, people really just look at it where he's like, well, he's just all powerful, and there's that that's boring. Where no, it's a, it, yes, he's all powerful, but there's still so much interesting things to that story because at even though he is all powerful he's someone who if he sneezes too hard he could wipe out a state um <laughs> and it's like reining that in and still taking all that power but using it for good yeah uh and not authoritarian purposes which is counter to this comic in a way. Um, I, I, I just I want to say uh, I was going to say that like I, I think yeah. people who who look at Superman they say you know what he's so he's super super strong so what's what's you know what, what how's he going to be challenged and and my first thought was like well I mean what do you read for like what do you appreciate in a story what do you appreciate in a character right it just seems like that'd be a very shallow way to go around looking at things like oh well if he can't if he can beat up everything then why should I be interested right like that's such a very like you know I don't, it's it's um. But I think that's also sort of um, a symptom of, of the the medium itself, right? Like we were talking about how they always have to make sort of, you do have to make jumps in the story because a comic book is sort of like a bullet point of what a novel is, right? And and so yeah. you kind of got to be charitable there. And um, But yeah, I do think, um, you know, maybe it, it just, it really sucks. I, 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 you know, I just really like comics too. It'd be really cool if they released like a full run, like omnibuses are just issues. They are releases, right? And then maybe release mm-hmm. one that's, you know, because this one was maybe a quarter of an inch thick and it was three issues, right? Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I would rather one, you know, half an inch thick, at least twice as much, maybe maybe a, a full inch thick, right? Like really get into the <laughs> nitty gritty, like really flesh these things out like a novel would. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I always found Superman to be, like, that's why I was I wanted to talk to you about it, because I'm like, I, I'm sure if anyone knows what the most interesting Superman stories are, it'd be you, right? That aren't just, oh, he has to beat up this thing, and he almost can't. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, well, one, I appreciate that. Um, and to be honest, at times, like, I'm not the biggest Superman fan, but I'm always down for Superman. That's been a character that he's one of the big three of comics. It's why when we did that episode on, uh, with the derailed guys where I was like, you can, I'll still make the argument. Like you can do a justice league movie, basically entirely based on just having Superman and Batman there and then have the other characters impact because Superman and Batman are two of the big three of comics. Um, they've been like Superman's been around since the thirties and he's been around for a reason. He hasn't been canceled. <laughs> like He's gone through various changes. His power levels have gone to insane heights um, and they've never gotten low, but he's gone from like the, the old Fletcher show, the cartoon, the Fletcher cartoons were the ones that gave him the ability of flight. Uh, Cause they were like having him jump over buildings. Like it's just the animation of this is going to get tedious. Can we just show him flying? <laughs> um, and then they added that. And then you get stuff in the silver age where Superman could like, at one point uh, he's pulling Wait, I just, a system. I, just, I want to say, say, okay. So like if he's, if he can yeah. jump a building in a single bound, right? Like that's not, a, that's not running. Like if, if like if you say, yeah. Hey, this guy can jump really high. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Cause when you think of the physics involved, it's like, okay, so how is he able to jump super high? He has incredible strength. Couldn't he just run as fast? 
Like, why does he have to traverse <laughs> and jumping over buildings? Like, why does that have to be a prerequisite? Like, if he was running through an open field, would he still, like, would he jump? Would he leap, like, at the, the height of a building through well, an open field? Like, they, they did also show the fast running, but never, like, the flash where it's like, as I'm running, I'm running straight, I'm running straight. Suddenly I'm running up because I'm running so yeah. fast that physics don't matter to the, me. That was, um, that was something, like, I didn't get into it, but that was something that I always found really fascinating with this new take on the flash where they're really getting into, like, the potential science of it and, like, the, right. the, the quantum nature of, of the how fast and quickly it's going. <laughs> very, very interesting, like, rife with, with uh, possibilities. Yeah. Um, no, super, so Superman, like, we've all, like, for us, he's been there from the get-go. Uh, he had his first movie, which, even though it's definitely a prod, uh, like, it's still great, and I'm not using it in a bad way, but just the filmmaking-wise, it was definitely a product of its time, but it still translated some of that stuff better than it had in other ways, where, as he's, like, a young, like, a young man figuring out his powers and he's out running a train. Like it didn't look too ridiculous. You're like, okay, it, it, it is what it is. Cause it was filmed in the seventies, but some of those stuff where you're like, Oh, that's really, really cool. I still think like at times where, yeah, he's powerful enough to physically pull numerous planets by a chain, which is weird, but comic books, cause we're in the fantastical here. Um, I don't think like I, even though I like comics where it's like, you've got your ground, your ground level street level heroes that have no superpowers whatsoever. You're at like your average Joe's. That's also not why I always go to comics. Sometimes I want something ridiculous where it's so powerful that he can <laughs> just like move a planet by. And it's not even a th- like it maybe causes one bead of sweat or something and having a character with all that power but still being a force of good is really interesting because you're like, he's not abusing it in any way. Uh, and in fact, he's reining it in because if he's like, he could, if we're looking at silver age, Superman, he could destroy the, he could destroy the planet by flicking it or whatever. Um, I would almost be interesting and interesting, interested in, in seeing <laughs> a Superman that strong. Like I always kind of feel like if he's that strong, I'd rather see something where he progresses to that strong. And, and I also yeah. like to see like, if it becomes that strong where he can destroy a planet by flicking it. Why is he hanging around Earth still? Like he should be going to the, like, like, and, and it's funny because, I've I've equated Superman's story to like a Dragon Ball Z story before, right? Where you have this aspect of like, like it's you're so strong that he's going to he has to like you have to go like for instance Goku had to go find uh, a god to to fight, right? Because Goku had gotten so strong, <laughs> like no one could beat him, right? So it's that sort of thing where I'm like Superman. I'm sure there's like you know there's so many things out in the galaxy, out in the universe to to mess up. I mean. Brainiac came from out there. There's probably more of that stuff going on. You should probably go check it out, right? <laughs> but then I, I think with him, because his parents sent him there so he could make a difference, and then Earth does become his home, so he he doesn't want to leave it. And then, of course, the love he has for Lois Lane and the other characters, that's where he might be. He's like, if I leave, yeah. then even though I'm here... Yeah. Every villain in my universe, every hero in my universe has like a twelve villains deep rogues. Gallery. Yeah, true, true. Okay, but like if he's yeah, but, but like if he's if he's that strong, if he's uh, yeah, if he's that strong, but he must be like 
as fast, right? So you could just come back. Right. Just pop on back, right? Out of nowhere. Like, hey, I was six billion light years away. I'll be here in a sec, right? I don't I don't know. Well but when I he think... fli- when he flies in space, he does uh out since I believe the Silver mm-hmm. Age or What uh, is the Silver Age? I can't remember. Okay, so comics are broken down in um mm-hmm. there's the Golden mm-hmm. Age, which was I think ended in the fifties. Yeah. Uh and then the Silver Age started right around the time that um Oh, was it when might have been the late sixties, uh, but around when things started getting a little bit more, um, more serious. Um, I think you grew up in um, the death of Gwen Stacy with the start of the, the silver age where things started getting a little, a little bit grittier and a little bit heavier. Um, but then also you did, Oh, another great point of the silver age is if you look at the history of the flash and the green lantern, um, People look at the first Flash and the first Green Lantern as uh, Hal Jordan and as um, Barry Allen. But in the 50s, there was the original Green Lantern, Alan Scott, and he was it, the name was Green Lantern, but his ring was based on magic. It wasn't like will. There wasn't space cops and all that. And I can't remember that uh, Jay Garrick, the original Flash, he was the one that had the tin hat. Um, so then in the silver age, what that's when you got like earth two and the different realities and all that, like different earths and all that. So, so it seems like, like, if you, like for like, I, I mean, all the 50 stuff wasn't that interesting to me. Right? I don't want to see Superman lift a car <laughs> 8,000 times. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> I just, I mean, I, well, I think I, I'd want to start. It seems like the place to start would be the silver age. Like if you're going to start checking out runs. Silver Age, uh, Silver Age would be good. Bronze Age would be good. Um, Bronze Age was that the nineties? Uh, no, no, it was pre the nineties. I think it was the late. Uh, that's where it's been a while since I've read the distinctions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, listener and Christian, don't don't hold me to the exact definitions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was the the Bronze. I think was this maybe the late seventies into the eighties. The Bronze Age was shorter, or maybe the early nineties. I can't quite remember. Bronze Age seems but like the modern pretty uh, gritty. Yeah, well, uh, I, I'm 99% like the Dark Knight Returns is grouped in with the Bronze mm-hmm. Age. Um, but then modern comics like really gets grouped in with the 90s. Uh, Carnage um, and Maximum Carnage, that's counted as like the modern age. Yeah. Um, those kind of things, uh, for better or for worse. So, Well, wait, didn't Carnage, the, did Carnage make an appearance pre-90s? No, 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 no. Oh, but yeah, but they're saying like, oh, this is never something that happened in Spider-Man until then. Yeah. Well, also just because the the market violence of the '90s, the '90s comics, yeah. where also just how ridiculous some of the the characters were and looked, and the Rob Liefeld in influence, and just like everything's so extreme. Oh, yeah, it gets super. <laughs> yeah, I got you. The attitude. It's super macho yeah. and all that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So there, even though the '90s was a mixed bag, but we're getting more into yep. the weeds than I'd like. But I, I know we've got. Um, we got about an hour or so. So I'm going to try to step that's back. Um, while I said earlier that something that's been so interesting for me with Superman <clears throat> is uh, like he has all this power, but he tries. He's still a force of good. He's not an authoritarian or anything. The Elseworlds stories that we get to experience kind of explore what Superman would be like if he was... If he was different, if he did get there. And that's where we get the 
fantastic comic Superman Red Sun. Um, and then I know we'll talk about the, uh, the, the movie afterwards as well. Mm-hmm. But what I love about Red Sun is it would be so easy uh, just to be like, Communism bad, Russia bad, um, and it just have Superman become this dictator. But the comic I found didn't necessarily take that route. He was still, in some ways, had that that well meaning that well meaningness of regular Superman. Oh, yeah. But let's land him in communist mm-hmm. Russia in the thirties. <laughs> like at the tail end of World War II going into the Cold War. And let's see how that would impact him. So what were your thoughts, man? Oh, um, I, th- I thought it was fascinating. I, I thought that um, I also thought that it was interesting that that Superman, he's, you know, he's similar, you know, in both the, the realities. To speak to what you were saying in terms of... Um, uh, the communism bad, uh, capitalism good. It uh, it was interesting because it seemed to me that when um, like America didn't start doing well until uh, Luther started basically took took a hold of every single dollar right and controlled what <laughs> happened with it. But um, also it's sort of like uh, you know they they showed that that communism is bad because look at what happened right like. He, yeah, and you know, Superman had the best intentions, but he ended up taking over the world and creating his own "quote unquote" utopia. By and I, I really don't like the, the how he just sort of writes off lobotomizing people, like in in both in both the comics, <laughs> just sort of like ah, yeah, that's what you do. At least they're not dead. It's like well, I, I think they'd rather be. Um, spoiler alert! You know, <laughs> someone we know for sure would have rather been. Um, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so no um there's there's one last oh yeah so uh, it was interesting someone I, I can't remember who said it but it was on a podcast and they were talking about um uh, an acting teacher they had and the acting teacher like they, they were meant to play uh the, in the class they were meant to play hitler or something like that and uh the guy's like oh, i don't know what how am i going to play hitler right and the guy is like he's just evil and he's like you don't play a monster as a monster you play a monster as a man who's trying to do good and solve a problem yeah because no matter every like hitler thought he was doing the right thing to him he thought he was doing he thought he was solving a problem right uh yeah so it's it's interesting that's <laughs> unless unless grave examples uh thanos or <laughs> um I, I just can't remember his name but the uh the villain from Black Panther. Wait, Thanos um, is a less the, grave example. Who's worse, Thanos or Hitler? Let's let's unpack that. <laughs> Hitler, because Hitler. Hitler was real. <laughs> but, but did he? But did he? <laughs> There's no but. <laughs> or, or is Thanos worse than Hitler? Because when he killed half the universe, he didn't kill Hitler. Like, is that? Is that... <laughs> Hitler was already dead, I mean, and it's fiction. Was he, Chris? Was he? I mean, if you could kill half of him, could you not bring Hitler back to kill him again? <laughs> I mean, I guess you what could. What are the moral but... implications of not making that? That just made me think of the office part where um, Michael's like, if I, had a, if I was in a room with Osama bin Laden, Hitler, and Toby, and I had a gun with only two bullets, I'd shoot Toby twice. <laughs> 
oh man and then they're just like oh it was funny but too uh, far too far, too far. Yeah, you can't, yeah. <laughs> can't, can't talk about Poor murdering a co-worker <laughs> <laughs> well, especially in comparison to those people. <laughs> you shouldn't talk about murdering your coworker at all. Do not twist my words. <laughs> um Yeah, it's uh like with Red Sun, what I also kind of found interesting, and I feel like we're gonna end up hopping around mm-hmm. a bit, but towards the end of the book, because in a weird way, Lex did kind of start to become a little bit like Superman just without the lobotomizing because he had his hand over every single dollar. He was micromanaging everything, mm-hmm. but he wasn't like he was giving all the utopia. There was no feeling of suppressed will. But then you get to that part where he's like, you know what? I hate to say it, but Lex, uh, like Superman and Brainiac did have some good ideas. They, and you're just kind of like, ooh, this is like we're getting more interesting. They did. Um, but they did mention that after Luther had, had reconstructed the United States, he won with an uh, approval rating of 100 percent. So that 101 percent. 101 percent. Yeah. They're like a statistical anomaly that is still not known to this day, whatever. I mean, he couldn't figure it out. But uh yeah, no, so, it, and I think that's meant to convey the fact that, like, you can achieve a utopia, you can achieve pure, um, not obedience, but you know what I mean, loyalty without lobotomizing yeah. people. Yeah. And then, and then we, we'll get to the ending when we get to the ending, but even, even that part of the pure utopia, uh, is explored to where, like, at the very end of the yeah. book. Um, so do, are we gonna, are we gonna go, like, are we gonna go, like, uh, beat by beat through the comic? Um, we can try. I wanted to. I also don't know. I did write okay, yeah, sure. amounts of notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I just, I reread it. I was like, oh, I like that. Oh, that part made me think. <laughs> Chris, I want to send you my notes, but I'm also embarrassed. So. <laughs> Dude, no, send them. I've sent you notes for stuff that we weren't even doing yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, this is purely for the spectacle. Like, oh, you idiot. Why would you do all this? <laughs> I, I will never, never, ever default anybody for, for taking copious amounts of notes over something they're really interested in so go for I just it felt, man. i was like i'm i want to bring i want to bring my a-game to your podcast now <laughs> well it for into the weed sir it is also even though it's on one cross radio you're my co-host for this Ooh. series so i have power but uh but, <laughs> but we're still keeping the we're still keeping the same tone as the rest of one cross radio sweet sweet power <laughs> <laughs> I went to your head quick. <laughs> that was like I, instant. Uh, I might reg- I might regret my decision. Oh, now. you definitely. I'm letting you know now as a friend. You're definitely gonna regret it. <laughs> one thing. Um, I, one thing. Okay, like just I like if we, I, I want to talk about the very front, and the very back of the book because one, one, the the I yeah. really really enjoy the art style. I really enjoy the fact that like in the back of the book they showed you their their progress and their their sort of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like at the beginning of the book it shows. Like it is like a, a piece of folded uh, propaganda, like a propaganda poster. There's creases. Yeah. Um, the art style is very like fifties uh, Russian uh, writing. Like it's it's um, it's very interesting. Very propaganda. Very fifties propaganda. Uh, the back one 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 I really like is um. Well, you can definitely hear me turning these pages. Is the the scene the the the, the version of him where he's wearing like the overalls. And he like rips it open, and, and he's got like the white white beater. Like, That's crazy. That's cool, man. It's 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 pure like pure propaganda trope, right? Like that art style. It's it's it was neat. It was really neat. They, I I appreciated how all in they went on it. Um, and that's 
I know we're going to do beat by beat, but like I was, how I've said, like they didn't just automatically go like Russia bad. It would have been so easy, mm. so, so easy to just be like America, great Russia bad. Like I appreciated the even handedness they showed everybody in this, where it's like there's flaws uh, from, from both sides until we get to the end with Luther. Um, I- but then they, they double down on stuff like that with like, the old propaganda style artwork and all that, where you're like, wow, you, you went all in on this. And I appreciated that so much. Yeah, I like, I like how they, they told the story and they let you sort of decide for yourself what, like who was right and who was wrong in a sense. Right. Like I do think yeah. it's interesting because just having talked to you within the first time minutes of talking to you about certain things, I, I was immediately like, whoa, I did not, I, I, how did I not see it that way? How did I not catch that, right? <laughs> where there's little things they're telling you. And and then I thought of other things where I'm like, oh, wow, they did. They did sort of teach you this by not actually explicitly telling you or you anything or saying anything to you, but just sort of showing you, right? And right. yeah, allowing you, it's up to you to make those connections yourself. And, and I think inevitably, like, they, I think they do sort of show that, like, communism was worse but again it is interesting because only when lex luther took full and complete control did the united states pull out but again it's a work of fiction <laughs> yeah well and and even though they showed some of the they they did highlight some of the downsides of the communism side especially once we get to the uh the implants mm-hmm. kind of thing it also did show, like, they, they did take specific time to be like, look how well things are, how good things are. Like, if you, it seemed like the Lex approach at the end was almost the Superman Brainiac approach, just minus the oppression side, mm-hmm. right? Where it was, when you saw the people outside of the party people who had their own agendas, their own machinations and <laughs> plans to usurp power, mm-hmm. the, the people for the most part seemed happy outside of the couple who were like, look, we're being, we're being suppressed. We have, we're not allowed thought. And if you're, if you try to have thought you're forced into, to become a drone. Um, so I did find all that fascinating just because again, it's so easy. Even if you're not, even not the, uh, the side of patriotism for the, for America, communism has such a negative reputation and earned um, that it'd be just so easy to focus on that instead of being like, okay, here's some of how this could play out well, but let's not sugarcoat that at the same time. And also like, let's look at democracy. Let's look at all this and how this can play out both positively and negatively. So maybe the utopia at the end from Lex was like, here is the ultimate idealized communism where this person is running everything Every single dollar, it's a one world government. So you're like, this isn't this isn't democratic anymore. But I, there's no sense of oppression. There's just joy and progress. Yeah, I, I think with because I was thinking about Superman, I was thinking like, yeah, it's interesting how they take these things to their logical progression, right? Because a lot of the arguments made from people who are are far left, like or who identify as communists or socialists, they can say, you know, everyone's like, oh, how many deaths could you attribute to socialism or communism? And it's like millions upon millions upon millions. And these people who defend socialism and communism say, well, that wasn't real communism or that wasn't real socialism. And I think what they're saying is that that was the ideal or the the the, the mode of government corrupted by uh, a corrupt leader, right? It, it was it was used towards their 
their own ends <coughs> to benefit them solely. And that seems to, but the thing is, is that that's sort of, no matter what, that's sort of the route it takes. Either it's, it's, it benefits the few, like the party, or it benefits this one ruler, or, or there's all this stuff. But, but what they showed with Superman is that you finally have this benevolent leader, this person who is never going to make those mistakes. So now we're going to see yeah. communism done right, brought to its full potential, drawn to its full conclusion. And what we found is that, yeah, there is, you know, the utopia, like, there's no death or disease or whatever, all that stuff. But the thing is that people, you know, what do they do with all the people who, because they're like, oh, we've, we've, we're done with crime. We're done with murder. We're done. Like nobody's assaulting anyone. You don't just fix people like that. Some people are born into the no. world. Not right. And so what do you do with them? You lobotomize them, right? So there's, or just things like that, or people who just won't, and then it, it's a slippery slope. It's like, how do you define that? How do you define someone yeah. who's not going to adhere to this utopia? Why would you not want to adhere to this? Why would you not, like, how, yeah. if you can't function in this, how are you going to function in anything? Maybe we should just, you know, find a function for you. Um, I, I found that really interesting. <laughs> And just the the we we'll we'll get to the beat for beat thing in just a sec because we we do need to start that part. Um, what I found interesting as you were saying that is it made me think of Lex at the end where Lex wasn't doing this any of this out of benevolence. Nope. Um, it was all for his own hubris. It was just like I need to beat Superman. I need to show that I am better. Like that's what all that's yeah. about. It's like it's not about power grabs and all that it's like no i'm gonna beat him i'm gonna destroy him uh and then that's it like that was his end game and then he kept doing things but like as we got through that epilogue at the end of how the world was becoming what it was becoming but it was still all down to that like it was about me being better than him it was a very very personal endeavor and i found it fascinating that he you know to his it's it's interesting because you're right like there's this benevolent leader and, it, and I think you can make the argument that for Superman, it, there was a sort of pride. There was a sort of hubris there, obviously, right? I mean, he's Superman. Oh, yeah. But with Lex, like, even Lex knew. Like, he's like, no, I didn't do this for anyone but me. Like, he's so self-aware. He doesn't have the same sort of cognitive dissonance as Superman. Um, like, he's he's an adult in a lot of more ways, <laughs> which is interesting. <laughs> like, he's yeah, he's a grown, grown-up man. And, and uh, yeah, he... Uh, oh, crap. <laughs> I I just I totally lost my train of thought. Um Oh gosh. But, okay, wait, you said that uh, uh it was like it was for his hubris. Oh, it was just to show he was better. It was just and, um, and I found it was interesting that when when you have someone who's inherently selfish, who's completely aware of it, who who makes no bones about it, yet they had they brought America back from the brink of, of destruction without lobotomizing people or, or listening into everything everyone says or, or any of that stuff. He, he did have to take control. But, um, yeah, and I think there's this compromise to be made, and I think that might be part of the message, right? There's compromise to be made between, like, unfettered, unadulterated capitalism and, and that sort of tight hand on the wheel type of thing or on the yeah. scale, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it's... It was when I first read it one of my uh, like one of my favorite Superman stories to begin with, but then also something I'm like I love how deep it gets. And then upon rereading it, I was like, oh man, this is this is such an important story just because it explores things in such an organic and not heavy handed way. Um, and then when we get to the movie, we can talk about it. But it, that was a nuance that I missed in the uh, the animated adaptation. Um, 
I didn't feel that that captured it. So especially now as we're living in the time we're living in where politics and uh, disconnect and disagreements are so almost visceral and angry. I'm just kind of like, I, I want the interaction to kind of the, the exploration of ideas, even if you don't end up agreeing with them to be almost as earnest and um, even handed as this book's exploration of those ideals. Yeah, were. man, that makes, you know, it made me, Oh, Oh geez. Oh, there's so much room sound from my mic. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Okay, yeah. So, no, it made me realize. Um, oh gosh, I forgot again. Ah. <laughs> uh, what you're saying—the even-handedness, the heavy. Yeah, the even-handedness and like, I felt it earnestly explored things where it's. I didn't feel like it was preaching an idea. Yes. Oh, oh. 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 Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. So sorry. Okay, so uh, I was gonna say, it made me think that like a lot of people don't. I don't think they understand what bias is. Um, I don't think they understand what bias is in the sense where it relates to them. Where if you're trying to, if you're gonna convince somebody some something, right? If you're you're trying to convince them something, or if you just feel that you're right, or if you think that you're right, you got to imagine like, even if you are, um, if someone who doesn't know the things that you know, or doesn't care about the things that you care about, it comes into contact with you, and you want to try to convince them of something, they're gonna be more. They're gonna be so much more affected by the manner in which you're presenting your ideas than than your ideas because they don't they're not biased they don't have uh, an attachment to those ideas they don't know anything about it they don't care you're trying to get them to care you're trying to change their mind you're trying to so yeah if you come at that like people are very uh, most people most people who 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 are open minded who are capable of being open minded or who my, whose minds are capable of being changed are are very are they're probably a little more aware or sensitive to that sort of thing right where the the sincerity or like you said the earnestness of of the message right yeah yeah no i i get what, yeah um all right so we've got about our target is 45 minutes uh let's hit this man so you're wanting to go beat by beat. I'm I'm giving you the steering wheel here. Oh, interesting. Okay, so opening. <laughs> uh, Let's start at the beginning. In, in the, the beginning, beginning. <laughs> there were the dinosaurs. No. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, yeah. Okay, so one thing. Okay, it's really cool because it, they they set the scene where um it's like Superman, like they're just. You know, the states is just sort of figuring out the Superman is here. Like he, mm-hmm. um, and I really felt like they, you know, they they set the scene for the country really well. It was like uh, phones going off all across the country. Uh, you know, people sort of huddled in their houses, all watching one the same news address. You know, the same uh, you know Eisenhower addressing the country, and they're all sort of alone, but they're all together, right? In the same like yeah. they're all like scared in their boxes. Oh geez, you know they have this new super weapon. The other thing that was interesting is that they refer. I like really like how they refer to him as a super weapon, and they say, "the quote he's an individual more effective than our hydrogen bomb," which yeah. I, I found. I was like, "That's that's so cool." <laughs> I just I really <laughs> thought that was cool. <laughs> but it's um it's and then you start to you know you can see everyone everyone's listening in their cars they're they're you know listening in their houses they're watching TV and then. Obviously, you know, when you see the stuff that's going on now in, in the States or in the country, um, you can imagine the fear that's going through and the problem, like the, uh, all the, the broken telephone sort of thing that's happening. Like, oh, you know, did you hear this? You can do that. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have people saying to each other, oh, you know, he can, he can, you know, there's this guy in the news, like a sheriff being interviewed. And he's like, oh, you can see everything. You can hear everything we say from in the sky, right? You you got that, that great moment with um, 
Ma Kent. I, um, I have that. Who's not his Ma in this? Yeah, no, I've got I've got a screenshot of it <laughs> where um, it's like. In it enough that they got their satellites and nuclear bombs to blow us all up ten times over without Stalin's super spaceman too. <laughs> I just thank my lucky st- my lucky stars, dear sweet Jonathan, never lived to see this country would be brought to its knees like this. And uh, sorry, I missed the line from right before. Um, <laughs> heck, the whole country's uh, lining their walls with lead, Martha. We can't have that. We can't have Superman watching us on the toilet with that horrible X-ray vision of his. Can it's, we? It's like TP, right? The good people of Smallville have their dignity. <laughs> That's their dignity. I don't want to be watched while I poop. I am fine with being atomized and vaporized in my home, but I don't want to watch me while I poop. <laughs> But what what I liked about that is that like yeah no that's that's a really funny line but it does speak to the fear that's going on where it's like we could we're being like we're being watched like someone can watch us in the bathroom yeah. <laughs> which is silly but it it is that like one of the spaces you do think of like your own bathroom not public bathrooms they're they're scourge to uh, scourge to mankind <laughs> but. Uh, like you, th- in a weird way, you think of your public, ba- like your your private bathroom, as like it, it's an intimate place. Because no, you go in there to shower, <laughs> wash your face, and eliminate waste. Like you close the door, it's just you in a room. Yeah. Like the world is yeah, away, the world is away, but not <laughs> Superman. Uh, <laughs> but uh, evidently not Superman. <laughs> so invest in lead for your balls. <laughs> and. That's like you kind of said it. You alluded to it, and I agree with it. Just the the broken telephone, where I was like, "Man, this is this kind of thing still happens to this day. Yes. It's still happening now. Where even though we live in a world in an age where information is as accessible as possible, misinformation is just as acceptable. Yeah, it's." Uh, and putting spins on it where they're like, as I was reading those first couple pages where they're just like, he's going to do this. It's the, it's the cold, it's the cold war and the fear and the propaganda is in full spin, but it's like from the American side, which I'm like, this is just showing the downside of that. Um, where it's like, let's create all this fear. So it it's just fascinating. I, yeah, it's yeah, it uh it, you know, I can't imagine at that time all of a sudden there's a you know, the, the height of the Cold War and we know that without either side having a superman, uh we understand like the 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 heights, the 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 fear and the and the paranoia I got to, right? And and um you know, mm-hmm. you have people you know, in the United States, calling each other out, calling each other communists, people losing their jobs, people are, you know, becoming pariahs, all that stuff. It's it's uh yeah, they they really they they nailed that one on the head. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, then it cuts to. Uh, I love this. I really, I really got a kick out of this. Uh, both love, like love in an ironic way, I guess. Um, so we have Lex Luthor resting against his car. He's reading a book. Um, he's playing chess against at least six opponents simultaneously, and he's also listening yeah. to a portable tape player, which he invented in the washroom that morning. Uh, and I don't know if he's reading to teach himself or do, or listening to the tape player to teach himself or do, but, or, or do, I, I looked it up because I'm like, what is that? Um, there's actually the national language of Pakistan. Right. So. I didn't yeah. know that. And then he's approached by, uh, agent James 
quote Jimmy unquote Olson, a CIA agent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I also love the Elseworld stuff where you get crazy stuff like yeah. that. Um, where you're just like, oh man, it's Jimmy to much better potential. Because unfortunately, Jimmy is one of those characters you almost still think of. Uh, if you look up online the '50s comics of Superman's best pal Jimmy Olsen and just how ridiculous those were. There's a he had or, his uh, own comic. Dude, yeah. In the, you should look up Superman's girlfriend's Lois Lane. It is uh it's something. Uh, it's hilarious, but it's something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. Huh? Uh well just so many of the plots were about um Lois trying to almost entrap Superman in the marriage oh. <laughs> or Superman try being like, well, Lois, I'm going like, I'm going to kill you because I'm <laughs> just so ridiculous. <laughs> just the, uh, look okay. it up. It's when you see it, you're like, this is ridiculous, but well, it's fascinating in that different way where you're like, wow, the fifties were quite different. It sounds very progressive. <laughs> <laughs> That yes yes that's the word um yeah so yeah sorry sorry yeah. i i went into the weeds oh, oh. um yeah so they step into his lab and uh yeah uh man my mic is really it's making me angry today <laughs> I'm like i'm thinking it's good and then i hear the difference when i get like a bit closer okay i might have to mask my whole face just to talk into this um yeah so yeah, he leaves him in the office, and um, uh, so he's angry about the fact that like there's there's all this equipment you know strewn about, and he hasn't begun to work yeah. on it. And uh, Luther does something here that I find ridiculous, insane, and I I don't understand how they would. Okay, so in order to pacify Agent Olson, he uh, he offers him a formula that he invented that will balance the budget. As if all one needs to do is punch in the numbers. Like, like, like and, and I wrote here, I have a long, like, I have a paragraph or two of a note. And it goes, it, it goes, the act is supposed to demonstrate Luther's extreme intellect, but any government budget can be balanced if you're willing to sacrifice your morals or lives or, or just about anything, right? It's not as if there simply isn't a single person other than Luther, Luther intelligent enough to balance the budget. It's kind of ridiculous. It's saying that math is actually magic and you can just satisfy everybody at no cost to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's so uh, i i'm i'm really interested on that take just because uh for me i was i was fine yeah. with it um as i read it i was like yeah no it's showing just how smart he is but then also i think what you said does lend itself mm -hmm. to it because throughout the book we see like he's he's balanced the budget twice but until he becomes president and can be so hands-on yeah. Like the country's only getting worse. And then he also shows how cold and calculating he is. Cause he's like, look, this many people will die. And he's got no qualms about it or creating things to send to their death. Yeah. Um, and with zero, like absolutely zero care in the world about it. Um, it's not like he's frothing at the mouth, like evil, yeah. but he's also like, no, this will happen. Yeah. And he, he's it, pragmatic. He's very about the yeah. numbers. Like he, he, yeah, pragmatic is the right word. He, he does not care. 
about the empathy, the empathy to it. It's like, we'll lose this many people, yeah, well, but I mean, the benefit is yeah, this. What's the point of, of wringing your hands over that if, if people are going to die regardless, right? It's the trolley situation. It's like, well, we could wait and have <laughs> way more people die and then we can be like, what, what could we have done, right? Or you could do something, kill a few now and then save the rest and then move on to the next problem. While the, in the other scenario, everyone would be like, why is everyone dying? And, and then in this scenario, we're already on to the next problem. <laughs> did you ever see did you ever see the show the good place uh yeah i watched the whole thing me and monica watched the whole series it's good the the part where uh the guy <laughs> the former uh, michael yeah he's just like doing the trolley scene but then oh, trying to figure out cheating. how to kill everybody was hilarious <laughs> just traumatized the whole day over and over and over again <laughs> that's just it cracked me up so hard. Uh, <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Chidi's awesome. Chidi's a really good character. I gotta, I gotta, I can't wait to see the final season of that show. Um, okay, sorry, back to, uh, back to Superman. Um, yeah, I, I dig a lot about this whole book. Um, sorry, we're going, we're going beat yep. by beat. And I'm ready. I'm just always ready to jump to the next thing. Cause I didn't. Yeah. Oh, and then go yeah, on. Yeah. And he's like, and then, and then, and Jimmy's like, "What? You you balance the budget just like that?" And he's like, "No, no, I gave him the formula that the young man, the treasury, will have to punch in numbers." And he goes, "Solving problems just like eating or breathing for me and this Superman. You're all just so worried about it. what you're all worried about is just another problem." Wait, no, no, wait. What did he say? No, he didn't say that. He said, "Um, it was the federal budget and 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 the tr- no, it's something else. Didn't he say something else? It was no. I think it was it that. Was just that. Uh, that sounded spot on. Yeah. Oh." I thought he was like, oh, I'll also give you something for the other thing too, and you know if you're if you're good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he did. I just can't remember. I just, what. I just looked at um, it. And I couldn't see what it was. Yeah, and I it, the website just takes way the where. Yeah, no, it just it takes, takes too long to load, and I'm not going to run downstairs to grab my copy and then flip pages. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> so so okay, so then it cuts to the Luther's apartment, and uh, Lex and Lois have a, a very uh, interesting relationship. <laughs> Yes, yes. Interesting is the right yeah, word. They're both very <laughs> pragmatic people. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wrote here like they're they're busy engaging in their weird codependent loveless marriage, and <laughs> they, they seem to be using each other. There seems to be an affection there, but I don't know about like a genuine tenderness. Right? There's the, no tenderness. Yeah, there, there's a love, but. The impression I've got from it is like it's kind of been blunted. Lois is in the comics. What I find makes her such a, a good character is she's not just she's not just a damsel in distress. She drives herself. It's be it for her career or what she thinks is right. Um, and you do see that parts of that like still parts of that here. Like she doesn't take crap from anybody. She'll call she'll call them out. But she's matched with somebody almost exactly like her like lex and this has a singular focus yeah. really even though he's like i invented this <laughs> i invented the walkman while i was taking a crap this yeah, morning right. <laughs> and i'm listening i'm learning a language while listening to something while playing three things of three games of chess like i need to keep busy but he he too is just so driven and focused that you can see how that would attract them to mm-hmm. each other but at the same point they don't have that that love that that necessarily like love and affection for each other at the same time that would pull them out of that. So their whole marriage is just like, 
they're there's not they're not a trophy spouse or anything and it's not loveless because lex is like you're still here oh, yeah, um, she's not going even to, though we know we've we've put this on hold like that's how, like you haven't ended this and she's even set at points like you see as the story goes she's like if i wasn't a one woman man like i oh, i i thought superman was uh, i'd be gone <laughs> Yeah. I'd be gone or I like I've when she's talking to to Wonder Woman much later, like you could I, I found him charming, him being Superman and attractive. And they had that moment, that stare and that nod to the the mainstream universe with Superman and yeah. Lois. Um, that part was that was really interesting. So just seeing their marriage, <laughs> well, I'm just like interesting and fascinating. It's again something that comes up so much throughout this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is a weirdly like. It's like hey, <laughs> did you get a load of this weird marriage yet? Because <laughs> they're whipping it in your face again, and they're older now, and it's even stranger. So, oh yeah. Um, so she laments on the uh, depressing news cycle and, and it's been months like every day like oh you know they had the russians have a super weapon no oh, superman that's blah 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 right um and then lex reassures her that superman will be dead soon and uh then he starts reading out loud uh the the the, uh, the daily planet and he's like daily planet sputnik metropolis superman globe and he just keeps repeating all the words <laughs> over and over again like he's, he's <laughs> building a light bulb to go off above his head uh, and then he has a Eureka moment and he calls Eisenhower and he asks for, quote, 100 techs, $10 million techs, like technicians, uh, one $10 million yeah. and permission to crash a Soviet satellite Sputnik into a highly populated area. And yeah. we're supposed to be like, what? Hold the phone. And then it cuts <laughs> to the next scene with no explanation. <laughs> Which... I, I appreciated that because oh. it's still very much a it's it's very much a Superman that is, thing. No, that's that's and, the uh, way you write a story, oh, no. dude. You show. Oh, you absolutely. Like, like, well, I guess that is a way of telling, but it's a it's premonitory. It's like I get a load of this. Like, okay, we give you some clues, but you got to tune in next page to find it. <laughs> you need that context. You can't unless you, like you can start a story from something like yeah. that, where then you're getting caught up as the characters do. But in the middle of an issue, <laughs> you need some kind of setup. Yeah. Um, but as you were saying there, it's again, something I find so good and fascinating about this story is, uh, when no Lois is lamenting about how depressing the news is, it's just repeating the same information, just like they've got a weapon, like the be afraid (laughs) that tone. I'm just like, Oh, again, how topical. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost like that's just how media works. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just like, oh, wow, we've been experiencing this basically since 2001. Just like, you know how you said you're like, um, you know, the, the cartoon movie was a lot more like uh, capitalism good, communism bad. Uh, there's this, that one scene that's coming up, but in, in the cartoon, when Lois meets Superman for the first time and she says, you know, when you could be an interview and he says something to the extent he's like so you know the 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 press is the enemy of the people and he said why would i yeah. give an interview to you so you can twist my words and she's basically said something to the effect of like someone who's so basically invincible why would you be afraid of freedom of speech right the free expression of ideas why does that scare you and he just flies away right and i'm like they i mean i mean that's that's a cool interaction i guess but that is very very blatant, right? Very biased. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and that's one where I'm like, okay, that's something you, I, I'm interested in that discussion, but it, what didn't see it again, seemed like with the movie I found, like you're, you're interested in presenting ideas, but it's through, it's still got more of a bias than the book yeah. did. So it's like, I'll toss out, but I'm not going to explore. And I'm going to end it in a way where I'm right. The, the, book, um, the, the book, the the cartoon was very self-indulgent. I think. Yeah. Uh, which it, there's so much. I appreciate just that. We'll yeah. get to it. Um, oh, which one we going? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, okay, please. Okay, so now we have the first meeting with Superman. So we actually, we're, we're getting, like, his dialogue, his inner monologue, I guess. And um, he's just speaking about, like, uh, what his experiences have been like since, like, in the weeks since coming from the farmland to uh, the city. And I think, I guess what happened was he sort of figured out his powers and eventually, like, you know, as an adult, like, very recently... Uh, within a month yeah, or so. Yeah, his parents sent him to the city because yeah. they're like, you can do more good. Yeah, so he, he's not very familiar with his powers. Um, so yeah, so yeah, okay, it says here that he's made quite the impression in 14 weeks since coming from the farmlands to Moscow and he wonders, sometimes he wonders, and I really like this part because they show like, it's a, like kind of a little montage but it's just really, it's just one picture. Um, and, but they're, they're, they're showing, it's a montage like as he's having his inner dialogue every time he sort of brings up a new idea you see a picture it's called a comic book um so (laughs) (laughs) so he wonders if people are acting more recklessly just to catch a glimpse of him and i really enjoyed this part because you have like this iconic like he's he's stopping the train this this train is probably going full barrel and he's just he's he's holding it back with his body it's crumpling around his arms and his legs and you have this little girl who dropped her teddy bear on the train tracks to grab it yep and then, yep <laughs> not impressed sorry i'm looking at <laughs> no, it no, right now you just have looked, you're not impressed with this girl right now you're like that is grossly irresponsible <laughs> uh and so yeah and then i just i love that like he's standing there she's looking up at him and they even have like a picture of her face like whoa she's scared but she's also in wonder right like he's like it's like yeah. this is something amazing that's happening uh like he's he's a force of nature he's a he's he's godlike right he's mythical um yeah and uh oh man that i i do sorry i'm jumping i know i'm jumping um that theme like that's something that i appreciated that they really ended up retouching on throughout the book of as a utopia and a protectors out there people are getting much more careless i really enjoy that yeah that's that yeah that is something we'll come back yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, it comes up numerous times Mm -hmm. and i i didn't catch that on the first read through but as i was reading through yesterday i was like ooh, that's that's also very interesting i I like i think a lot of the things i find the most interesting are like how would how would the real world interact and i think that that's that's the aspect that's an aspect of human psychology there and i always find those things really interesting especially in relation to superheroes Mm -hmm. um yeah okay so um what am i oh 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 the one last thing where he he says uh oh they always called me a soldier but he's like i was never a soldier right like, i was just i was just here to help yeah and i really like that um so yeah this this scene this is where things get really really cool <laughs> so <laughs> so it cuts to uh sputnik is now coming down over america and mm-hmm. the Russian soldiers immediately know it's the Americans. They've just jumped to, jumped to that conclusion. They're like, it's them. There's no way it could have just stopped mid-flight and turned around or whatever. Like, it's, it's clearly them. And, but yeah, so, yeah, Superman, he just does what he thinks is right. He doesn't care whether it's Russians or Americans. And um, they say here, like, so he goes to stop it, right? He's going to protect everyone. So it says here, and this is his inner monologue, where he's like, Sputnik 2 weighs 5,000 pounds. And, you know, combined with the speed at which it's going, it could have leveled the entire city, like all of Metropolis. Yeah. And 
I thought it was so neat how he like it's showing as he's talking. He's like it's like he's he's thinking back, right? Like he's reminiscing. Yeah. And he's like, "There's so many ways I could have I could have handled it." And then like as he's doing it, like and I just imagine if it was a movie, you'd have like this calm, quiet him just talking. Like, There's so many ways I could have handled it. And then it cuts to, and he's like he's trying to hold onto the thing and move it. And yeah. then it cuts back to him and he's like, "I could have done this." And then it cuts back and it's like flying through a building and he's like trying to pull it up he's like i could have done this and he's yeah like, and i'm just i just imagine that as a movie oh man it'd be so epic and so cool but so he's <laughs> i'm yeah. sorry Chris. I'm, so, I'm so excited oh no that. dude dude no dude dude i get I, how many times do i do that like and i'm with you i'm with you um no i'm i'm absolutely with you and i get that and i loved that where it's just kind of like he acknowledges because the POV is I like that it's past tense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's a reflection yes. of what happened. And then as he's going like, but I chose the showiest way possible. The most possible. exciting way. And I, and the most I, exciting way. I'm like, Ooh, yes, and I don't know what's it, what's it <laughs> most ex- like. I mean, that is that sort of Russian propaganda, right? Like maybe it's just, it's in his bones, but he, um, you know, was it the most exciting for him or was it the most exciting period? Like just visually stunning. Yeah. Right? Well, because even in even in that, he's reflecting on like how they didn't trust him and all that. But at that moment, they needed somebody to save them, and it was yeah. him. So it's just kind of like what I appreciate about Superman throughout the whole book, and I know we'll get to it as mm-hmm. it goes. Um, like I find, especially again in the book, in comparison to the movie, you still see how there's good intentions here. Yeah. Um, but it goes a bad way where I even think then in the showy part, it's not like, it's not to be, to showboat, to be like, look how amazing I am. But it's also like, there is an excitement. I think it is exciting for mm-hmm. him, but also just exciting for everybody. Cause if you just heat ray visioned it, then people would miss it. Yeah. right? <laughs> so there's a bit of like there's a bit of propaganda, but also with how he's been and how he's developed throughout the story, I don't think it's a my time no, to shine, I, baby. I think. <laughs> like, I mean, even if it is, I don't think it's like. I think it's an understandable one. It's not. It's like I just got these powers. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm helping these people. I'm gonna save everybody. But I, yeah, I, I kind of want to look cool doing it. I'm gonna do it the coolest way I can because, like, like if you had powers that you were just sort of discovering, you know, and but well, he and, didn't know though. It's not like he could have stopped it. No, and. And again, with that, exactly. No, but I was going to say, like, he, with that flashback POV, you've got hindsight is twenty yeah, twenty. If he feels the benefit of if it, he feels guilty. Like, is, if he's, if, if like, if he knows things that were going through his head or the way he felt about things at the time, and he just feels guilty, and he's like, he's superimposing what he learned about himself after a certain amount of time onto yeah. himself then, right? Where it's just like. I don't, I'm sorry. Because at the time, it's the split reaction of I'm going to fly. I've got to yeah. stop it. And then he's like, I could have heat ray visioned yeah. that. Where it's just like, okay, the adrenaline's yes. down. Like, oh, I could have handled that much differently. Ah, just so, so good. Because yeah, it was a combination <laughs> of like new powers. He just didn't. He wasn't aware of them, and and he just well, he didn't have the confidence. Like, imagine like like just like like taking care of so many natural disasters and stuff like that. And so that you've you've just you're you know what to do. You come in. You're not your heartbeat isn't elevated. You're just like, oh, I know, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna. Because he even says he says it here. He's like, he's like, I could have stopped. I could have melted it with my heat vision. I could have slowed it down with my my breath. Or, and this is the coolest mm-hmm. one, he could have atomized it with a precise punch. He just punched it, like, yeah. right in the right proper spot with the right amount of force. And just, and I'm like, that yeah. would have been epic, man. That would have been so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, G- give us that alternate art. Yes. <laughs> like, here's the, here's the ways. Um, 
Um, oh, okay. So yeah. So so the most exciting option to him was to just latch onto it and pull it slightly yeah. off its trajectory into the sea. But as he's doing so, it um it knocks loose uh, <laughs> some of the bolts and stuff that are holding the Daily Planet globe down. And this is this is where we get to something so amazing that didn't happen in the cartoon movie, and I was I wasn't upset about it, but I was very disappointed that this wasn't in the movie, and because uh, I I felt like this is one of the most, if not the most iconic scene in the entire comic, um, wherein um, so it it he and it's interesting because he uh, he he's like I didn't notice because we're getting that inner monologue from the from the future thing, mm-hmm. and he's like I didn't notice until like two seconds after it happened, he was already underwater when the bolts came off and the, the, the daily, daily planet globe starts to fall off the building. And so he flies to grab it. But as we're seeing it, we're seeing it fall down onto the street and it has this huge, huge shadow. So it's going to like, it's, it's definitely going to take up the entire, what I assume is a four to six lane Avenue. Um, cause it's like New yeah. York, downtown daily planet. Um, a borderline, borderline highway. Borderline highway, and it's definitely <laughs> going to mess up the building across the street. Like, this thing is huge. So it's coming down, and you see this mother at, at, on the street level, and she's looking up at it. And and then, you like, she has her son in, in next to her, and then she kneels down, and she puts her arms around him. And at the last second, she looks up, and all you see around her is shadow. So you know it's like it's, it's, worried about, it's about to kill her. She closes her eyes. Her son was holding a red balloon that he lets go because at this moment she closes her eyes and pulls him close. He lets the red balloon go. I assume there's a pause because it's a comic. She opens her eyes, looks up, and Superman is floating there just in front of her, holding the Daily Planet globe in one hand and the red balloon in the other one. And it's such yeah. an amazing, like iconic image, I think. It's it's Oh yeah. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Um it's it, uh, legit. It's going to be the cover photo for uh, for this episode. <laughs> it's very powerful. It's I I really enjoyed that. It was so Superman. It was so like that's Superman. That's yeah, yeah. As he's saving people from death, he's he's doing the I'm handing a child it, back but his but balloon. I just, I like, like oh, and then like looks up and he's yeah. just holding the just here you go, <laughs> and then flies. Yeah, like yeah. it's just it's so it's so cool. It's so cool. Oh yeah, well, it, I loved it as well when we got there because this has so many references to main main mm-hmm. Superman. <laughs> just as we were describing it, I, I just had that thought. I'm like, if there's one, if there's one uh, constant in the multiverse, it is that at some point the Daily Bugle's planet and globe will be knocked off, and Superman will catch. Is that it. is that a trope? <laughs> I think it's something that's I don't know how many times I've seen that happen. <laughs> um, but in a in a in a couple comics, definitely in yeah. shows, uh in live action in the movies, I, I can guarantee at least once in Superman Returns. It's been a long time since I've seen Man of Steel, but I feel like it might have happened there. Although if it did, it probably destroyed some buildings on the way down because it was a forty-five minute destruction fest at the end. <laughs> I, um, yeah, man. I uh, yeah, I really I was so excited when I saw the trailers for uh, for Man of Steel. Like, uh, I, oh man, no, you and I, you and I, I remember the conversations we'd have where just even the simple element of before he takes off, like little pebbles are lifting and like the ground is interacting with him. And then when he flies, it's like his head, like his head's bent back, but it looks, 
it looked like it made sense. You, you could, it, um, it, was, it was a visceral, the power. They did a very good yeah. job of showing the physicality of, of that type of power on, on the human animal type of thing. Yeah, it, it didn't... Uh, Man of Steel. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna talk Man of Steel at oh, some point. Um, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, all right. So we're gonna go beat for beat, but we're also starting to. We're definitely not gonna be done on no. time. <laughs> so we'll let's uh, let's, let's keep going, it. but we'll aim for we'll aim for two thirty at the latest. Okay. okay. Um, so cool. yeah. So okay. So we now we cut to Luther on the pier, and he and. Uh, Jimmy Olsen have been observing their their experiment because this has all been one big experiment. Uh, yep. So he he was very enthusiastic about uh, Superman's altruism in, in, in the in the sense that Superman is willing to um, to save anyone, right? Like he doesn't care about uh, if they're Russian or Americans, and uh, it's very interesting because he muses that. And I felt like this is a funny little nod where if Superman had been born in America, they likely would have been yeah. the best of friends. Which, like, we all know how that <laughs> a out. two a twofold musing yeah. there. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, yeah, it's very yeah, it's very interesting. So so the yeah military helicopter comes and it salvages the satellite, and the idea is that they're going to. Um, make their own Superman with Superman's DNA in, I believe, the 50s, which, you know. Um, so, <laughs> that's, a really, that's a problem with it. That the 50s, they didn't have that technology in the 50s. So, we, then we cut to a welcome celebration for Superman. And it's like those old Soviet parades where they would trot out the entire, you know, their entire military force. And you know you have all the the oligarchy and, and the you know the, uh, yep the pageantry, pageantry and, and all that stuff and it's meant to to be intimidating and and um, you know something inspiring it's at the same inspiring. time um, yeah so then you know Superman uh, he's basically like a hummingbird he can't sit still so he hears a chemical explode explode. What he says is three thousand miles away, and I like these little these little things they do. They're like they give you exact distances. They're like, oh man, he can really hear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he must yeah. be really good at hearing if he heard three thousand miles away. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it, it it's a weird specific Ow. thing, but it is something I appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> um, cut, we just cut that. <laughs> everything <gonna> okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really I didn't realize, dude. Like I I kind of want to reset my mic up. Um, you know what? I'm 100% editing this. Okay, I'm just letting you know. Um, okay, yeah, because cool. I didn't. Um, man, like, I, it sounds okay, but then when I get really close, I'm like, oh wow, okay, I'm not getting like any room sound. <laughs> um, yeah, I it, it it was weird where it it, it where they're specifying. <laughs> Just a sudden glare out from the side. Um, <laughs> please tell me I'm actually going to be able to see. No, you. <laughs> man, I can't. Like, I wonder if there's. Like, it sucks because it it only really works if I'm talking like directly into it, and I can't. I think. Can you see me? Can I talk? No, this is ridiculous. I would have to take this thing. I off. see like half your face. Yeah, <laughs> I would have to take this thing off. Um, but I don't think it's gonna. I think I'll just get. Yeah. You, know, you know. I don't know yeah. what to do anymore, man. Um, this is this is it. This is this. Does that sound? Right. No, no. We'll roll with this. This does is that sound okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know um, this room? Okay, sound so I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. hop back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's it's definitely workable. I hear you okay. clearly. Um, no, I I did dig that a lot. Where at first I was like, oh, it's yeah, it's to show, 
it might be like show how powerful he is. But then on the other hand, it was it was almost like some of the Lex stuff where it's just like it shows their characteristic where it's like this is so far away, but I got to go. I got to get there. Like it did show, I guess, uh, just position of with Lex early. It was like, yeah, balance. Like, here it is. Just do this. But he doesn't care about like the sacrifices involved in it with Superman. He's like. Pardon, someone needs me. They're this, like, they might be this far away, but I need to go help them or save them. And that's something where I was like, that's, that's interesting. And it does show one, it's, it's kind of nuts because you're like, (laughs) why are you specifying the distance? But at the same time, you're like, yeah, it shows how powerful he is, but it also shows that he cares because not once (laughs) in any of the distances when it's specified, did he was like, oh, no, that's too far. <laughs> it's, like it's also, it's twofold. It's to demonstrate uh, <laughs> both his super hearing and his, uh, his super caring. <laughs> his super empathy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I think uh, in a beat, one that stuck out to me, and I know we're going to talk about it more in depth when we get to the second <laughs> issue, is uh, here we get uh, Pyotr. Uh, I know I'm pronouncing it. Pyotr. Piotr. 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 It's Piotr. Or I, I always just call him Piotr. Piotr. <laughs> Peter. Oh, I can't do it. Um, my Russian, my Russian, uh, my Russian homies, I apologize. Y'all got some <laughs> Russian homies, man. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what are you going to say about uh, Piotr? Piotr. Uh, I found his introduction uh, interesting in his character. Um, just, just really, really intriguing, but also representing that at times the agenda and the power grab where it's um like it doesn't show stalin in any favorable light although they also don't try to hammer home like stalin evil um they don't they don't sugarcoat him but they don't go out of their way to villainize him either um but then with uh Pyotr. <laughs> no i can't do it i can't Pyotr, do it that's um, really good to me man <laughs> All right, all right. Everybody who disagrees with me is a Russian bot, evidently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, like, I I found his introduction uh, interesting, and then seeing, like, through him, seeing how he became that, uh, and then getting the flashback to, it's, again, one of those contents. And it made me think of a completely different uh, adaptation, but uh, there was a line in the justice league unlimited episode epilogue where uh it's it's set in the batman beyond timeline where you find out um that terry mcginnis is 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 bruce wayne's son for the most part and then when he's like why how and then amanda waller's like because they're all mu- they're always must be a batman and then as we were as i'm reading this and we get that flashback scene with Pieter, um and how he like he kills russian Batman's parents, and then just the chilling stares, just like there's always there, there always must be a Batman. There must always be, a, yeah. For every Superman, there's Batman. For every Superman, there's a Wonder Woman. It's, it's, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so. I did appreciate how they didn't do like here's Russian Flash. Like it made, even though this Batman is very different from main Batman. Can you see me okay? <laughs> yeah, I can. Um, even though the he this is different from. 616 bat nope that's wrong that's wrong it's not 616 um it's different from earth 
one, two, I can't remember. Anyway, it's different from main continuity cool. Batman. There's still enough things there where I'm like, the essentials of who the who that character is is there. And then as we develop in the, in the second issue, I'm like, yep, nope. That's that's what that version of Batman would yeah. be, and there it, I'd still look at him as no, that's a Batman. Yeah, it definitely. <laughs> um, I mean, they they could have gone without the Batman for sure, uh, but uh, the way that he was like put in, it was very very appropriate, very good. Like as soon, okay, so so let, let, let just, we'll okay. I just want to keep it the beat by beat. So he, yeah, oh, I'm no, sorry. It's okay. No, no, man. Oh, yeah, it's my fault. I shouldn't. Have, I really anyway. So yeah, yeah. So the so Superman <laughs> leaves to save the people. Peter, uh, who is basically Stalin's right hand man and also his illegitimate son, uh, he's jealous of yep. Superman. He's like, oh, what? He can't stick around. Blah blah blah. They get they kind of get into a fight, and and Stalin says, you know, you're not my only illegitimate son. You know, shut up. Yeah, right. Like you, know, <laughs> you might as well be quiet, right? Because I might have a kill, bro. Um, so now we cut to the celebratory ball because I assume Superman is taking care of the problem and come back. Uh, it's later that evening again, I assume. Um, yeah, Lita, uh, queen of Themyscira, 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 Themyscira. That's sexist. Uh, <laughs> wait, is it the mascara? <laughs> Oh, I never thought of it like that. <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> have an island filled with only women called the mascara. No, I think it's the mascara. Anyway, I don't. Maybe I've just, I've always read it as the mascara, yeah. uh, not the mascara. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but maybe it's, there's times where you read something and then you, you, you think you know how it's yeah. pronounced, but then you hear it, how it's mm. pronounced and you're like, oh, I was mm. wrong. Or. In the wrong case of in Batman Begins, when they were calling him Raz Al Ghul, it's Raish. It is Raish Al Ghul. You were wrong. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Know. Please okay. go on. So Wonder Woman <laughs> and Superman are dancing, <laughs> and yeah. he seems off, and she's like, uh, and I didn't, I didn't like this because it's, it's because it, it was an interesting contrast to the 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 uber SJW lesbian uh, Wonder Woman of the cartoon, <laughs> and and this one where she's a lot more traditional, um, and so she wonders if if his bad mood is because of her terrible Russian, and I I wrote quote <laughs> kind of a dizzy broad unquote, and then. I, <laughs> Oh my Come on, gosh. lady! You're here on a diplomatic mission. What are you? What are you doing, flirting with this guy? So, Wonder Woman and Hippolyta are—they're quite taken with Superman. And um, yeah, what I found interesting was that. Oh, and oh yeah, I'll say it here because this is where it comes up. Uh, so it cuts to the corner. Superman and Stalin are having a conversation, and Stalin suggests that he take Wonder Woman as a wife. And Superman says that he yeah. didn't come to breed, and he also didn't come to uh, to lead. Right, you can read a lead, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ride a dive, read a lead, and oh <laughs> and um, I found it was interesting that in the cartoon Superman was like immediately like, "Hey, what a woman! Let's let's do this thing!" Right, like he was fully on board, like there was no hesitance. Yeah, and they. And, they really switched the roles from the book and the cartoon. Yeah, and I wonder, because I'm like, that doesn't necessarily seem like Superman. And I, I kind of felt like it was almost an excuse to be like, to just, like, how else would we know that she's a lesbian? But yeah. then they could also, they could also just made, you know, some, maybe she's doing something crazy. And like one of the dudes she saves tries to kiss her. She's like, I don't swing that way or something like that. Right. And then it's, yeah. It's, well, yeah. Uh, so the the Wonder Woman introduction scene um, in the book again, I found, and we'll get to it as we go. But I found the aspect of 
the one-way attraction mm. very interesting and, she was um, and i did yeah and i think that impacted uh her decisions going forward um towards the uh, after her big moment in issue yeah. two um but then where she was standing in issue three um there were so many things i found really interesting about that where she was still very much her own agent she was she's like here's someone who is like me um who i who has powers similar to i do or who is as strong as me um so they forge an instant kinship and friendship mm. but for her uh as we go they they never get to the like a big like i loved you or anything no, like that a, but there's enough stuff sprinkled through where you're like nah she she was oh, thinking was, she was thinking about it, stuff it wasn't a selfish love it wasn't uh a powerful no, or a hubris one. It was a very tender and and not tender, but it was it was forged out of friendship, but also like here's someone who I could be with because we share similar yeah. ideals and similar strengths. Um like who else is there like me? Yeah, yeah. It had it had uh but also he was so much, right? Like she even like he was he yeah. just you know, especially in an island that sort of vilifies men when you finally meet one who who's better than anyone you've ever met, never mind man or woman, I can't imagine that kind of effect it would have on you. And also, I, yeah. I, I really, and I don't think, regardless of like your your orientation, um, your sexual orientation or, your, or, or whatever you're attracted to, I think um, that unrequited love uh, and, and admiration there and uh, that loyalty, um, mm-hmm. when it's all combined with that love, that that sort of un, unrequited, that that yeah, we, I always wish I could, but we can never be, and and sort of thing, um, it's on a more human level, like a, a, oh a, yeah, from a storytelling well, standpoint, I think it really it, it it makes so much more sense. It's it's so much more like they're not even in the same ballpark. Like, oh, we're kind of the same, and let's be friends. And because, because, dude, because when when we get to all the stuff that she does for him later on, mm-hmm. I mean, it, you you get it in the comics, but in the cartoon, she's just a foil. She's just there for the person to. Dude, I I can't tell you how many years it's been since I've like swore at my screen, <laughs> like like just talked to someone as if they were like like there in front of me, and the things I said to her, whoa. <laughs> I was just like, get and yeah okay so you want what do you want you want to you want to go to keep going beat by beat you want to keep um I I kind of do but I also I I do want to get to the movie and so okay I I gotta yeah. say now yeah. sorry and then we'll, yeah. we'll try yeah. we'll try um I'm a, I am also yeah, just time conscious and all that but I'm blah trying. blah blah um yeah <laughs> with uh I know I'm not making it easy um one of the big issues I had with the movie was was wonder Mm. woman um and just how different she was and at some points it's uh uh, as i've had some of the conversations like well if you don't like wonder woman because she's a lesbian in this movie then it's a sexist thing where i'm like it's nothing about that um (laughs) like it's gosh i resent that (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's like they could have done that so differently but it was just for like all right we'll have that in there but then we're not going to develop the friendship on top of it. Um, so then that, 
I knew all men were evil. Like, and just, they never had her progress beyond that. So then her being with that, uh, being even tight with that version of Superman um, didn't make much sense. And so it was just like, it's a character for a viewpoint just for the sake of it. Um, And that shouldn't, the characters shouldn't be that to begin with. But when you're a character as big and important, and uh, in some aspects, and I'd say to this story as pivotal to that story as Wonder Woman is, you that should not be happening. Um, So just her characterization in the movie, I was like, um, this this is really taking me out. So okay, so we um yeah so so he. He's talking to Stalin, and then eventually he's um, he's like, "Oh, we're, we're, you know, where's Peter?" And, and Stalin's like, "Who cares? Who cares, man?" And uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, cares, who cares, man? man? Like, <laughs> like he's some '70s stoner. <laughs> so Superman, he's like, "Oh, I hear him, two hundred miles away. I'll be right back." And uh, he's gone, right? He goes and he finds Peter. Yeah. And we find Peter standing in a field, drinking, shirtless, shooting the head off of a scarecrow. And Superman really tries to be there for him. He really tries to console him. He's like, hey, man, you've been, you seem genuinely off recently. I'm wondering if anything's wrong. I'm concerned. And Peter's like, don't, don't touch me. You know, don't, don't even touch me. Don't, don't come near me. I don't have anything to say to you. You're the worst. Uh, <laughs> And yet, <laughs> and yet, I'm going to use this opportunity to spill my guts. Um, yeah, so, and something I'll keep doing yeah, constantly, continuously, continuously <laughs> un- until, even though I hate you, I'm going to keep opening up yeah. to you until you make me a robot. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's it's interesting when we lie to ourselves and, and we lie about who we are and the things we keep from ourselves. And it's it's interesting that the sort of cycles you end up going through, right? Like where he's like. I don't like you. I don't like you. It's like, you do like him, dude. You hate yourself and you're blaming him yeah. and you want someone to talk to. <laughs> well, it, it's that resentment of, I see what you're doing and it makes me like, it makes me sick because it makes me realize all the bad things I've yes. done and what I have to yeah. live with. Yeah. He says, but then, uh, then also you see that annoying thing and I, I love it because it, it's, it shows like some of the issues you're going to have with the rest of the story. Like Superman keeps picking the thing up, (laughs) picking the thing up for him. And he objects numerous times. He's like, just let just like, can't you just let me shoot this thing and just leave it alone? Yeah, He's fixing Um, it. Right. As, and it's that well-meaning thing, but it's not what, what Peter wants. I think he's his very nature. And and actually I've started to come into contact with this in, in, myself and i think it's something a lot of people sort of deal with where there's things that you don't sort of accept from your childhood and they that lack of acceptance manifests itself in so many different ways and resentments and and all sorts of stuff right and i think what happens is you know a son who's not recognized by his father he wants you know he he's like he sees a chance in 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 sort of you know, it's it's twofold, right? Because you want your father to love you, and you want him to be proud of you. But if he's not, you kind of want to kill him. And I, I can see that, right? You'd be like, you you <laughs> you were supposed to be like. It's that much more. Yeah. That, when things are that high stakes on one side, they're going to be just as high as stakes on the other side, right? So I could see him being conflicted, like, oh, I want to be proud of him, but I I want him to be proud of me, but I hate him because he doesn't accept me because you know all this stuff and and Superman 
was just born amazing. And he has yeah. the power and Stalin just likes him, right? And there's nothing Peter can do about that. So um but yeah, yeah, you I have to do all this ter- I have to do all these terrible things to even get my father to acknowledge, acknowledge me. me. And and then here comes this big red boy yeah. scout from the country and instant approval, instant yeah. love, instant recognition recognition from everyone. And and all he does is like I'm doing my father's yeah. will in ways like all the shady stuff and I don't get any of the love or the ref- or the accolade or the acceptance. Yeah, so so Superman says that you know he he didn't earn his powers or didn't learn of his powers until adulthood. So he grew up just the same future, right? Like poor farm mm-hmm. farm kid, and so he he believes in the cause just the same. He's like I, I'm I'm the same as you, man. We're the same. <coughs> and Peter says it's and this is what you've been saying. Peter says it's different when you're down in the gutters, not flying around, you know, getting your accolades and stuff, right? And you're down in the gutters doing the dirty work, and he. So then it cuts to a family in their home. And I love this because when I first wrote my notes, uh, all I wrote was Batman MFR <laughs> and Capital. <Lanterns. laughs> and so it's, it cuts to a family. And Peter talks to Superman about the purge last week and about a couple who are printing anti Superman Day uh, leaflets. And so he kills uh, the man and the woman in cold blood and he leaves their nine year old son to live uh, with what he witnessed. And See, the kid stares, he tells the kid to leave and he shoots him in the shoulder on the way out for good measure and it doesn't seem to face the kid. But he says to Superman, he says, he'll never forget him. And he said, the kid had a glare that would have stopped a clock ticking and that those weren't a child's eyes. They were too cold and patient. And I wrote here that Peter creates Batman by shooting his parents mm-hmm. for distributing Superman propaganda, which is a far better origin story for Batman in the sense as it relates to Superman and his like... You know, because I can always, like, in this story, I really feel like this is the perfect um, avenue for that Batman-Superman resentment. The conflict, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, this is exactly, like, he was created by Superman, essentially, right? Like, if, and, and it's weird, because in some way, it's like, you know, eventually, like, when he, it, this sucks, man. I don't know if we have enough time. I wonder if we have to do this in two parts. So, <laughs> uh, Well, I was going to say, we we might have to, or... What we could, what we could maybe yeah. do is we could, we could do overall impressions, but then it's like we'll do a, su- a second part where it's like, all right, now let's do the beat by beat. Mm. Um, so, wh- all right, I'll tell you what. Why don't we finish off the first issue, yeah. um, and then we can share some overall impressions, and then also let's let's. I was going to jokingly say like let's beat up the movie, but there is good in the movie. Yeah, I mean, I really, I do like, I do like the aspect of of doing like. Um, Maybe not not three episodes, but doing three recording sessions, like one on each book, and then like yeah, actually yeah, let's do yeah, that. you want to just do that? Okay, yeah, yeah, and then we could okay. even um, um, can you like is this weird to talk about this because I, I this isn't going to be a permanent thing. I'm going to try and find a better way to do it, but like can you? Oh no, I I can see it just, you. It must it uh, seems kind of weird though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little funny, but I'm just kind. It's just this. Uh, uh, I'm like, I can't see your neck. Oh, your body. So it's just, just now my head. I can see. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's dude. The difference between the sound is is uh, you could hear the difference, right? Oh yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, no, no. Let's uh, actually, yeah, let's do that. Um, if you're good, if you're good with me sharing though, I do want to share my. Own. I know I've been doing it throughout the whole time, but I also appreciate the the beat by no, beat. I, so I do I'm, think. I'm loving yeah, both. Yeah, I think it's it's weird because I do like the beat by beat because I don't want to miss anything. And I think I do like, mm-hmm. like, 
Yeah, I just don't want to miss anything. There's so much I appreciate it. And I did, yeah. I, took, I took so many notes. So I want to use them. But the thing, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I do, I do like the, the, the overall impressions because I do like not not only like I, I realize like I remember a lot more than I thought I did, and um, the other thing is that we both seem to be engaged by relatively the same stuff like the same stuff sort of catches our attention, and it's, yeah. it's it is cool because there's so many things I want to talk about when we start doing getting into the weeds and I'm like oh we're about to come up to that <laughs> so I can't really talk but it would be nice to not have that limitation so I don't know man it's weird I I this is because this is the first time I've ever we've ever done anything like this so I didn't know. Yeah. how to write the notes or, or how to go about it oh no uh dude i i, th- I think this is yeah. great um i i found even when i do the deep dives oh luna scared the the dickens out of me <laughs> she's suddenly <laughs> the here what <laughs> <laughs> the dickens um Lunzi, hi hi baby um yeah it's like even in my nature of doing the deep dives i'm like Okay, I'm going to go in for an hour or an hour and a half to two hours or two hours plus. But whenever I've done it, it's like, here's a whole franchise. Like, here's a whole st- like a whole story or a whole aspect of a story or 35 films or whatever. Like, it's a deep dive, but on the franchise whole, but not like on each individual yeah. part. So this, I'm digging the beat by beat. It's just, that's also not fully how I operate. No. So we we prep for two different things, but I'm liking it. Uh, yeah, I'm liking it I a just, lot. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, it's it's it feels like something that like if we do this together more often and we do it like this, we could get better at cutting down um, the stuff. But I do, think yeah, I, I I don't. I I feel like I think both have their place, but it depends on yeah. It depends on a lot of things. I think most of all, it just depends on experience. Like, what? How are we going to want to go about doing this? Right? Do we want to dissect it all the way? Do is it is it just a deep dive? Uh, yeah, man. I think it, we probably could have got a better, a more entertaining version of just 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 talking about it. Uh, well, uh, you know what? I, I we're going to do this. We're going to do the three parts. I think that's the way okay, we'll so do when it. When does this book end? Um, when does book one end? So book one ends basically around the death of uh, Bizarro. Bizarro. Oh, oh wow! So we're we're gonna do that. We're gonna take that on. We're okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I was gonna say maybe edit out the the last section, keeping the part where we're deciding um, that we're gonna do it in three yeah. parts, just because I like how we organically came to that decision while yeah. recording. Um, so then it also shows like I I dig that one of the things I dig with how we do podcasts, or I'd like to think how I do podcasts is like we follow the train of thought, like that little the unpl like even though it's planned, the unplanned at we allow for the unplanned to like really like yeah, go yeah. that's a good yeah. nugget exactly there's a good nugget there that we were like oh my gosh like that that changes yeah mm-hmm. let's do that um so yeah we'll definitely do that um okay so the last beat we had was Pieter. so all right let's do a two sec a three second break and then we'll i can respond to that oh, okay all right um yeah i uh, oh man yeah dude i'm totally with you um about the the Pierter thing and it, like the the Batman Superman conflict is one that's so interesting. Um it's it's always one you you kind of want because even though it makes so much sense for them to be on the same team and on the same side, they're all about the same thing but with d- like different means of getting there. Um 
and Batman will operate outside the law. He'll shatter a collarbone or something like that. There's that mutual respect and, and love where it's they, like they care about each other. They care about what the other does. But at times when you get those ideological differences of the method, it's hard to translate that sometimes. And the way they did this in this story is probably my favorite way. Um, I it, like comic fans don't at me on this, um, but as much as I as much as I understand and dig um, the the Dark Knight Returns, um, I still prefer this one just because it's. I I even find it slightly more organic. Um, than than the Dark Knight Definitely. Returns because even though like the Dark Knight Returns is later and then it's like hey you've got all this stuff where the relationship was probably what it was in the main continuity um, but then now it's different and Superman's changed now we have even though it was Pierter that killed the parents and he so he directly created Batman the overall reason being Superman uh, it's like it's anti propaganda against yeah. him. So now there's just that hate, yeah, that hate, that unbridled hate. And Superman really in that instance did nothing wrong because like, no, so no, it's my, my reading of it. He didn't even no, know that, about it. He didn't. Yeah, he, no. he doesn't know about the anti-Superman propaganda. No, it, that's, and, that's, I think that's, that's, that's what makes it art. At least poetic. Yeah. Right? It's there. There's that, that sort of sense of like, like, like we were talking about the, the clone wars or any sort of fiction that doesn't give you a sad, a, a comfortable ending that doesn't, doesn't make sure you're comfortable, yeah. you know, that doesn't make yeah. sure you're safe and happy and snug and it doesn't reassure you. It's not loyal to what you thought, you know, it's, um, well, I've been watching and reading things, uh, like this and clone wars and other stuff this week so much where the, a constant theme i've become a be being more aware of is your choices like of course your choices your bad choices have uh consequences but even your like even your good choices or your choosing not to do something can have a consequence that you did not intend that you didn't think that you didn't plan superman moves to the city to save more people but because the party is latching on somebody else, it's it not a direct result, but it's still a result of Superman's choice to do to the right involved. thing, yeah. to get involved, and that's yeah, interesting. that is interesting, and and I, yeah, it, it um, it, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's I think it, it's the most <laughs> viable way that that the the Superman Batman thing has ever been explained, and I, and I do I like uh, the fact that Batman was sort of. His origin is directly entwined with Superman. Uh, I like yeah, that. but yeah. So okay, so at this point, Peter he's distraught, right? And he's kind of like, I'm I'm done with this. I I killed that kid's parents in front of him, and he's probably going to come mess me up. So um, he puts a gun to his head and he pulls the trigger. Yeah, and within the that's fractions of a second that it takes uh, the gun to leave the ch- the bullet to leave the chamber and it penetrate his temple. Superman has caught the bullet um, and prevented him from committing suicide, which if it yeah. were me, I'd be pretty angry at that point. Um, just, you know, if you're willing to, to end your life in an instant like that and, and he prevented it, that, I mean, obviously, probably later on you might be grateful, but in that moment, uh, I don't even know if anger would be a thing. I think I, maybe I'd just become catatonic. I don't know. 
Um, well, his non-response, because uh, there was, I think, a little response, mm-hmm. but his non-eruption like response still spoke to it. Because, And again, it leans into that stuff. I know, I know we're splitting this up over mm-hmm. points, but I, lo- I love how they didn't go overboard again a comparison again to the movie is i felt the movie like shoveled yeah. what its message yeah. was like uh, we got a bulldoze no, yeah. there was no Not room for that, nuance it was, there it was a, a much like it was yeah it was a less nuanced more dense <laughs> gross message like yeah a lot more it was like and it was like a trans fat filled uh pizza donut <laughs> uh, compared to the comic books like a nice grass-fed steak you know <laughs> yeah yeah it um Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, that's a great analogy. The pizza donut, yeah, uh, I want it, one too. It's, it's, it's a game. <laughs> I also kind of want a grass-fed steak. Yeah, um, take it all, man. No, Give me the pizza donut on a, the steak. We're <laughs> <laughs> getting into the weeds. But it's, uh, I know, I know. Well, it's the title of the show, um, or of the series. But um, even in that moment, it again shows, like Superman. Of course, the right decision in that moment is to. To save yeah, him. no, of course, yeah. There's but no thought. It, but it does as the show, ke- as the book keeps going, mm-hmm. and we'll get into it when we get into the second and third. Oh, the parts, repercussions of saving that, someone's life, right? Even a bad person, but, but even a bad. But not only that, it's just like Superman. It's the right thing, but in no way. Uh, do not get me twisted, listener. In no way, shape, or form am I advocating suicide. However. It, this character, as they're showing in this, it was at that moment his will mm. to yeah. die. And then Superman, like, they show throughout this, like, even though you're doing good, uh, he feels like his will's being taken away. He did not, it, the choice was taken this away is, from him. I think this, this is a very human thing where this is not something we'll ever, this isn't going to be resolved. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you're never going to get the black and white answer in this instance. Like, was it right to save him, or should you let you should have let him do it? Right? They're they're both equally right. They're both completely and equally valid. And it's it's a uh, it's an oxymoron. It's um, what's that word? There's another word where something cancels the other one out. It's redundant. It's a contradiction. It's a contradiction of yeah, terms. It's absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. No. They're they're yeah. And but they're both like they'll simultaneously exist. Right? Like you can't. It's it's a yeah. yeah. Uh, and like I, I, yeah, I will still say straight up, like Superman made the right yeah. choice yeah. in that. But just as the story fleshes out, and it's it's again the subtlety mm-hmm. of that moment where you, as the reader, are like, he did the of course he did the yeah. right thing because you're feeling that you know, like you're feeling that dread that Pierter is feeling. But then as the story unfolds and you start to see more of that, and then there's that amazing line in the third book that I can't wait, or not book, third issue that I can't wait to get to when we get to part three, um, which hammers it home. But it's just that subtlety piece of, even though, yeah, I'd say Superman did the right thing, in that moment, Pyotr's like... That wasn't your choice to make. You took a... That yeah, exactly. You took away my yeah. will there. You overrode my I mean, will as a man for what you feel is my yeah, good. You, you clearly, as a man, it feels like he has no control over his future or his destiny or anything. This is the yeah. last thing he has control over, and yet Superman has decided to take that choice away from him too. And it's funny because Superman, as we we find out later, it it would have been far better for him to just let Peter kill himself. Uh, really yeah. messed up. But okay, okay. So the okay. So one thing. Um, I mentioned here in my notes where I said that um, 
Superman is is kind of he's naive, right? In both universes and in, in, in like the normal one and this one. Like even after seeing the inner workings of Russia and its government, he still believes in like the ideals of communism, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was uplifted so quickly for innate abilities is and the fact that it's like antithetical to the principles of a Marxism, and while he says it about himself, he says that he <laughs> literally says that about himself. He's not disillusioned or angry or petty about it, and um, and like I, I was saying that like he under, I understand that he's like susceptible to the same fallacies as us, right? As humans, even though he's clearly mm-hmm. super super intelligent. Um, uh, given the realization he's already come to, it's it's sort of difficult to understand the the, the level of cognitive dissonance there, right? of continuing this like it's i think that is the biggest thing that sort of cognitive dissonance in this character where he thinks he's doing the right thing but he he's purely just motivated by essentially luther like they're both they both want the same they both are trying to prove that they're right right yeah and yeah (laughs) yeah they're they're trying to prove they're right and uh like at the end of the day superman feels so Justified and oh man, yeah, we're we're gonna explore. Um, <laughs> I'm trying not to yeah, jump I mean, ahead. I, I, I'm really trying I'm not. Now that we've decided, yeah, I'm realizing um, it was a bad idea to do it this way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we can do is, um, all right, let let's finish out this and then um, let's hammer home. Let's hammer the movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, and then we can definitely get to part two and three okay. soon. I'm, I'm excited to do. Yeah, those. same here. Um, oh yeah, so Pete, so now we find out that so Peter's like, oh Superman, I'm sorry, I did something. I, I was super angry at uh, my father, uh, you know, this morning, and I did something. And then Superman's like, shut up. Uh, I hear someone screaming for help 200 miles away in Moscow. <laughs> so he re- reiterates again, he's 200 miles away. So now he, 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 every single time, it's like, it's literally this much distance away. I know it, and I and it's that yeah. far, and I can still yeah. hear it, and I'm going. And so he, he flies back, and they find out Stalin's been poisoned, and uh, Superman, you know, figures out, he, he reads like 80 books in like two seconds, and then he figures out what's wrong. Um, they can't save him. Peter comes back. He's distraught. He ends up killing the man who poisoned Stalin, who I assume he ordered to do. So he, he likely ordered a man to kill Stalin, his own father, and then shot the man dead in full public view in the Red Square. Um, now, I think we're getting into something interesting. This is one of the most interesting parts of the book. So... <laughs> Why'd you get? Why'd you get all ASMR on me suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So. So oh, this is something I was confused about. Um, okay. Oh wait, no, no. I I realized that I had had sorted it out after I wrote that. Uh, okay. Gotcha. So. Oh geez, man, I can't. I don't know what's happening now. This is where my notes start to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get the comic book. Um, is it uh, is it around that we're around the end of issue one? I know that. Yeah, it's it's um, really near the end. Um, so we got Batman. Okay, okay, okay. So now what we're seeing is um, Luther. It cuts to Luther. He's unveiling his Superman clone. Bizarro, Bizarro Superman. Yeah. Or just Bizarro. Yeah. Well, it, they uh, what I appreciated about it in the comic, and again, unlike the movie, is they didn't seem to give him a definitive no. name. Um, I think in the in the movie they called him Superman of America or Ultraman or something. Yeah. And I was like, that's dumb. Yeah, it was the Ultra <laughs> Superman or something. It was yeah, it was really dumb. Uh, 
They, they call it, him Superman like, two it, here. Oh yeah, right, right. Um, but I still appreciate like his logo is the U.S. or whatever it is. That's cool. Um, yeah, I was like, it's a nice touch and comment on patriotism and all that. So this thing looks like a an abomination. He basically kind of looks like a monster. Um, yeah, yeah, it really sucks to be him. Uh, and I thought like, this is something interesting with with the with the. Um, no, I don't even want to talk about the movie. It's just, it's just crap. It's garbage. It's garbage, dude. The more I think about it, the more I'm looking at this and I think about the like, It's just garbage. It's crap. I don't even want to. Like, it's just anything. Just I can't. Uh, okay, so it'd be interesting. Next if, next time we do a derailed, we should uh, just team up on Darko. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting if it was like if there was gray area. You know, if there was a debate to be had here. If there was some back oh and my forth. Gosh, but yeah. I mean, you know, like no, the, the movie's not interested in doing like Darko, that. Darko, like like dude, like. Okay, Chris, do, do you want, like, would anybody want to listen to a podcast about two people arguing whether or not the sky's blue? It's like, no, we know the sky's blue. Let's not have this redundant conversation. Let's not talk about how terrible this movie is because it's terrible. Like, there's no good here. We all know it's bad. Let's move on. No, yeah. I, okay, so this part is really, really cool. So the the U.S. Superman, the clone, he's, he's flying towards London. Uh, I don't understand why they have to do this in the U.K. I don't understand why that's important, but apparently it is. It's... It's a neutral ground. Well, I, th- I think like it's neutral ground or allied like ground, the West, um, which would lean to heck coming out of World War mm-hmm. II. Even though, as far as I know, England was suspicious of Russia, but still they had been allies. Like that was the yeah. <laughs> the Allied front. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the '60s now, I assume. Right? It's probably closer to the '60s. Yeah. Britain, all that stuff. And then also, if you do something in mm-hmm. London. Uh, yeah. like London is a very public mm-hmm. stage. And then if you have your person save somebody off of, off of your <laughs> land, and then you do this, it shows like America's might, yeah. but in, in a very different theater. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is sort of like a, um, uh, a neutral ground for both uh, superpowers to sort of show off there to, to fight it out. Right. Um, winning hearts yeah. and minds of the people. Cause it's not, it's not just a national fight. It's an international fight. Right. Yep. So this part's really interesting. Um, so he starts flying over to Britain and uh, or the UK, and and uh, he's being followed by a nuclear submarine, uh, a United States nuclear submarine, and Superman is sort of standing on the shore, like they're floating. He's floating in the air, I assume, like maybe a couple hundred miles off the shore of the UK, or maybe ten some odd miles, like 50, 60, something like that. And he's basically like, yo, man, you ain't, you ain't getting through here. And, uh, and so the, that's exactly as he said it. So the <laughs> straight up line of dialogue, man, up, direct quote. Up, really. yeah. So he lights him up with his fire, fire eyes. And um, one thing he it says here, it was really cool. It says the duplicate was imperfect, a crude effort compared to Lex's later work with abilities a little more than warped aggregate of my own repertoire, like telescopic X-ray vision. So, so I guess it's like X-ray vision that is as concentrated as his laser eyes or something. I don't know because I think yeah. so. So what happens is Superman lights this, lights this. <laughs> Lights this honky up, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Lights him up, and he's on fire, and then he punches him, and as he punches him, I think this thing because you know it's a thing, and its powers aren't even actual like normal powers, like and all that, but it doesn't probably doesn't understand its own powers to a large degree, like Superman did. Um, so it gets punched, and then 
it seems to just let out this x-ray vision. Like, it, it, apparently it's very concentrated, very powerful. In fact, wait, what does Superman say? He, he even describes it. He's like, noses bled, heart, heads pounded, birds became irradiated and dropped from the skies for 50 miles around. The effects were devastating. So what we're seeing now is the the, uh, the guys in the, the submarine, they're getting messed up by this radiation, right? Like, I, I assume it right. only hit them very briefly, but like, it must have been instantaneous. So they were meant to uh, let off a missile. And and what seems to be some sort of false flag situation, right? Like that—that's the idea. Now this is where I was sort of confused because Superman gets distracted by the missile, and then he gets punched by uh, by the clone, right? And he goes flying, yeah. and and he—I guess—he goes flying through and takes out completely, takes out Big Ben. Like Big Ben is Dunzo. That's what it looks like to me. Is that not Big Ben? <laughs> I'm fairly certain that's Big Ben. Oh. Oh yeah, no, no, it's it's definitely uh, Big Ben, Hundo yeah, P. Hundo P. And so he kills. I don't know what. How many people did he kill there? A lot of people, like uh, hundreds. Yeah, I'm tra- I'm trying to get to the get to where we're at. Seventy um, something. By the time he hits the, stops moving. I think so. What should be page numbers, man. Sorry, That's insane. I'm... <laughs> Let's see. Um... They both see the missile. Oh, oh, sorry, I jumped ahead. Hmm. Yeah, they're, uh, let's see. Uh, England, London, Oxford Street, and 258 in a bystanders. Wow. And then at the end it says, yeah. and, so, and the body count tripled. Wow. Yeah. So almost a thousand people. Just, yeah. just by getting knocked through a couple buildings, he killed like almost a thousand. Oh, and he goes flying right through a double-decker bus, like, boom, obliterates it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, wow. And that and that's little touches there that I, I appreciate yeah. that I can't recall in other stuff where it's when they've done it with Lex to show how intelligent he is with Superman with the exact space of where people mm-hmm. are, like how far away. But with this, it's like if you're, you didn't need to include that, you'd see like, okay, people are dying, but once they give you a specific number and then they're like, it tripled, it allows you to absorb that so much more because then you have a precise Absolutely. number. I, um, that's a, it's, yeah. That's a really good point. And, and I think it also, it's sort of like, it, it, these are sort of terrorist acts, right? Like there, it is sort of this mm-hmm. aspect of the Cold War and, and, and they're fighting nations, but they're, they're two men. Um, so uh, the clone comes to like he goes to he's trying to find superman because he sees the rubble and he's like oh he must be in there and then superman has apparently not he surprises him beats the crap out of him and this part was fascinating to me because I, I don't know if this is just a part of the art style but a crowd is formed and they're watching superman beat up the u.s superman the clone and at one mm-hmm. point it starts to get up and someone says it's getting up kill it superman for god's sakes finish it off and I don't, I'm not entirely certain how self-aware or how, like, in the loop this clone Superman is in terms of the plan. But it has this panel here, and it looks like he's disturbed by this. It looks like... Yeah, no, he he's t- he looks distraught. He's saddened and surprised by the fact that people want him t- killed. Like, he, I assume he, he just thought that they would love him or like him or that he was the hero, right? Um, so... Mm-hmm. Superman says, go home and tell your president to mind his own affairs. Nobody wants you or your weapons here. And right here, this is very interesting because we see the missile go by just as the clock is starting to go off, this clock tower. Uh, 
because apparently Britain has a plethora of clock towers. Many, 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 many. <laughs> and uh, so he says, I'll have to ask Sam next time I do a podcast yeah, with him. Sam, how many clock towers do they do? Uh, you English yeah, like folk have six blocks? What's, what's going on? Four blocks, four block clock tower. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I've just I've just got to say this. When uh, we were over in Europe for uh, for Hal's wedding a couple yeah. years ago, when we were in France, uh, you could throw a rock uh, and it would bounce off like six pharmacies. Oh. There were pharmacies everywhere, dude. <laughs> so that... Sorry, just just that, just that. And there was pharmacies but everywhere. They also have universal health care, don't they? Yeah. yeah. No, it was just it was it, uh, an, a. A surprising, borderline alarming number of pharmacies. amount of pharmacy. So they're, they're both caught off guard. Like, they see the missile going by. Like, and it's basically like one of those time freezes things, right? The crowd's all hanging around. Yeah. Like, it's just... And you have the missile going by through the sky, just past the clock tower as it rings. And Superman the clone, um, suddenly the clock stopped. Time ground to a halt, as it always does, with when our kind... Or our kind when a decision must be made. So then they're mm-hmm. looking at them, and then I assume I see this as a movie, dude. I so see this as a movie because then it like it cuts to you can see like Superman's cape and some of his arm, but it's looking at the clone yeah. Superman, and he just slowly turns and looks at Superman, and then yeah, uh, the duplicate and I exchange glances, two moving objects objects on a static frozen background. What an amazing way to describe that! Perfectly, I could not have described that more like better. It's it's such a it's a very visual mm-hmm. description. Um, oh, yeah. And he, and he says, we both knew that one of us would have to make a choice. And then you see the clone's eyes turn blue. And Superman says, to this day, his true intentions remain a mystery to me. And then he freezes Superman. At this point, yeah. he flies up towards the missile. And he grabs it and he says, hello, everybody. Me very pleased to meet you. Which I think, <laughs> it, like, clearly he could under, he, he had expectations of what their attitude would be towards him. He was clearly distraught when he found out that the, you know, his r- expectations did not meet up with reality. And I think at this point, um, this is his stupid way of trying to uh, just be like, hey, I am the good guy. Everybody, I'm here to meet you. It's 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 bizarro. Um, and that's the things I really appreciated mm-hmm. about it. Like they added elements, like many elements of bizarro um, from main universe into this. I don't this, know. I'm not where, familiar with their relationship or what the nature is. So bizarro is like a warped, messed up version, clone of yeah. Superman. Um, and he, it, he can be a villain, but it can also just be like, he's doing the wrong thing, but he like, not like the Joker or any classic villain where it's like, they're doing it because they think mm-hmm. they're right. He, it's ingrained in his, his warped clone DNA or whatever it is that he thinks he is doing the right thing by doing the wrong thing. He thinks he is legitimately like saving others um, or something like that. So that kind of, and it comes out in warped, warped talk, warped speak, um, like warped versions of the powers, which is something I love here where it's like the, the freezing Mm -hmm. eyes, that's something out of bizarro. Cause I think in the, in main bizarro i think he's got freezing eyes and heat oh. breath um instead of freezing breath and all that so just so many elements there but then that look of hurt as people are like let's like even though he's instigated this and he's just done that he thinks he's helping people by killing superman and then he also is this very warped abomination of a yeah. clone um 
that looks monstrous. Um, but then when they're like, kill him, he's, he's a perversion clone of Superman, uh, in, in numerous aspects, but he's still like And you see it here. He's, he thinks he's saving people. So when they're like turning on him, it's this whole thing of like that. I love that look because he looks legitimately hurt. hurt. Like devastated. And then, uh, devastated. And then as it, um, there's like, hello, everybody. Me, very pleased to meet you. And it's the sacrifice. It's so play. sad. It's so sad because of how stupid it is. Yeah. Right? Like, you can tell, like, this, yeah. it's this thing, like, it was an abomination. All it wanted, like, it just wanted to do right. And it is, yeah, yeah it will go and sacrifice. And it was, it was only doing what it knew to yeah, be right. What it thought, yeah, it was only doing what he thought was the right thing to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. It didn't stand a chance. It's so trash. It's, it's so sad. sad. It really is sad because it makes you feel for it. Where is the end of this? Oh, we're getting there soon. Okay, but a weird amount of oh, stuff yeah. happens in between. So, okay, so, um, so the clone flies the uh, the nuclear bomb out into space. It blows itself up. Everyone's saved. Everything's cool. We cut to Joseph Stalin's funeral. Uh, a lot of people were there, <laughs> and so Superman leaves, and he sees a bunch of people waiting in a bread line, and he sees, uh, uh, wait, is this where he meets her, or is he just remembering her? I think he, this is where he meets uh, her. No, no, he meets her, but then he remembers who she is, and she's the the Lana Lang of uh, of this story. Oh, okay, so he remembers her. He's like, oh, this beautiful redheaded woman, or a girl from my childhood, you know, basically his, his childhood yeah, crush or was he, long, he, love her. He, he sees yeah, her, right? or the the sweet redheaded girl from yeah, my past. Like he, he, yeah, he's like, oh, he reminisces about about the. She she knew who he was as he was figuring out who he was, oh. uh, and she knew him before he became Superman. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, oh, yeah, yeah. So then he's like, oh, they're all sort of the kingmakers are are rallying around me, trying to choose me as a you know, trying to make sure. He gets into power. Yeah. Um, what? He gets into a fight with Piotr here, does he? Or is Piotr? Yeah. Uh, Not a fight, see. but like he's. Oh yeah, a, a disagreement again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was saying, "Oh, you're gonna be the leader, right?" And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> no, it's, but eventually. It's, uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Well, he's like, he's like, no. Even though he's kind of being pushed yeah, in, no, he doesn't uh, have a choice here. Like, I think everybody knows. Like, he's yeah, not, you're not going to be able to just walk away, dude. Yeah. Then we get the shady stuff with Lex. Um, we puts the the. He's like to Lois, "Hey, we're putting our marriage on hold indefinitely." Oh, yeah, I was just yeah, because there's this part where like Lois is fantasizing about Superman in the clouds. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> I see. I I I kind of dug that just because it was again like they had that brief meeting where in this in comparison to the the yeah no the terrible mm. movie um, where it's like all we've seen of Superman in this so far is someone who is just doing the right thing who cares who is attentive so even though she's so career driven and Lex attracted her because he is the same. She's thinking of like a real man. Uh, yeah, like what would it be like with someone who could provide that? Now she's not doing it in a a bad way where she's like, "I'm gonna cheat on my husband" or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it's almost like that. Here's this person who is this ideal person, uh, and she's in a less than ideal situation. Even though, even though she's willingly staying in it, um, 
it, uh, to me, I was like, that's a that's an interesting nod um, to one the main the the main universe, but also I'm like, it makes sense uh, to an extent with the character that they've established because it's still early before she's really firm yeah. in her decision. Well, someone who's who's clearly so not in touch with their own emotions. I mean, obviously, like someone like Superman would almost be a perversion for them. Uh, <laughs> like a weird sort of kink. Um, oh so <laughs> continuing on, uh, Luther yeah. is unhappy with the, the failure of his clone. He has murdered every scientist who helped him work on it. And he is now telling Lois, Hey, we're going to put our marriage on hold because that R word clone beat me at chess last night. And <laughs> yep. so, no, he's, wait, uh, didn't he say something like that? Like he said that duplicate of that alien farm boy had the tenacity to beat me at chess last night. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so not not, that not what you said. Homunculus. No. Homunculus. My gosh. <laughs> so Superman, he's flying away now, and he hears someone in line waiting for bread because that's what happens in communist countries. Everyone has to wait in line for their food. They can't make money or have a job or anything like that. So <laughs> the government gives you your food and tells you how much you need to eat. Uh, so someone says Superman, and he comes. Well, especially when that government holds is keeping all the money for their uh, insane military parades and palaces for their uh, their people instead of spreading it. Anyway, okay, so um, <laughs> take a history lesson, people. There's a yeah. So she she's he's flying over, and then there's a woman in a red line. She's like Superman. He comes down. And he realizes, oh, this plain looking woman waiting for food is the same lady that I knew when I was a kid. That that redheaded woman. That would you say the Lana? The Lana, Lana Lane. Lorp? Lana. Lana, yeah, no, she's Lana. Lana. She's still Lana, but uh, she is very much from the main continuity. That would have been Lana Lang. Lang, uh, Lois Lane, yep. Lana Lang. What a dumb. What a anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was like five minutes in there. <laughs> I could have just gone on and on. Uh, I know. I know you could have. <laughs> so Superman's like, this isn't right, Lana. You know, oh yeah, Lana. Oh, her name is actually Lana, which is strange because I don't think any Russian woman in the history of Russia has ever been named Lana. So she has two kids, and he's like, hey, you know, you and these kids shouldn't be waiting in line like some animals. And he says to the guy in the window, he's like, hey, give this woman some food. And everyone's like, hey, what about literally everybody in this country? We are all starving because we yeah. are all also people. And um, so he's like, uh, yeah, I guess something has to be done because for some reason this is the first time I've realize that people are starving in this country <laughs> i've been literally yeah. all over within within minutes i can travel three thousand miles but i for some reason i had no idea that there were millions upon millions been starving and dying i had no idea <laughs> i i i think i think you can for me i can excuse it a little bit just because they've shown how much he's like flying around all over mm-hmm. the place as soon as something pops mm-hmm. up he's there yeah. right so he's so so focused on the immediate and what's right in front yeah. of him, he's not seeing the wider true, issue. True, true. It's it's just, dude. It's just it's so difficult. Like I under, like it's just you can't 
I, 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 the man can, if he it, can it, read through. It does ask for a suspension yeah. of belief. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, I get, I'm I mean, not, we're already doing that because we're, but I, I get no, no, where you're coming no, from. No, no, And I've, I've, I've come to that argument in my head where it's like, we're already doing next to the comic book. And it's like, it doesn't matter if it's a comic book. If you make rules, abide by the rules. So if, if Superman <laughs> can only jump over buildings in a single bound, that's the only thing you can do, right? You shouldn't see him flying through the air. Right. If he can fly, you shouldn't see him not flying where he should be flying. Um, you know, it's just things like that where it's like, okay, if he's smart enough to know this, why is he not smart enough to know that? And if if there is a good explanation, if you can figure it out, if there's some psychological human thing, because we do that all the time, you have, you know, physicists who are fundamentalist Christians, which it's strange, you know, like, I, I, you know, things like that. Like it's, it's people are capable of, of, of reasoning their way to different, you know, through different. So I assume given enough, like, like what we were talking about before, um, um, I, I can, I just assume that given enough time, given enough space, given enough pages, they could give you that context, give you that psychological. Right. Thing, yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe it's a case of like, as they've shown, he's still, his powers are still developing or maybe he's not actively trying to hear everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As they develop later. So he hears the immediate cry for help, but maybe not the constant bemoaning and grumbling. Yeah. I, I don't know. I am I am really curious about what the explanation well, to would me, be. It's like, you know, he took he, like he's so smart. But what he does is he's taken, you know, he's been to America. Like he, I assume he can see the news. I assume he can pick up a newspaper. Uh, you know, so, uh, I mean, if even like, you know, in, for instance, in the cartoon, it took Lois Lane being like, Hey, here's some unclassified documents. It's like, so you could never have read that in any Western or any newspaper across the world at all that the Russians might have gulags. You would never have thought, Hey, maybe, maybe that is true. Maybe I should go just, just to make sure. Cause literally every other country on the planet is saying this. Maybe I should go check it out for myself. <laughs> so I, I, I do think, I, I think that's an interesting part of this story. <laughs> As yeah. well, uh, just the idea of it, it, it's even like we you can take someone who is the best mm. of us, um, but he he's not looking to be challenged hmm. about it. He 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 is like as he's gone to the city and the party is grooming mm. him, uh, and he's like, I believe in the ideals. He just wants to help people. The ex the execution hasn't yeah. gotten there yet. He believes in the ideals. He is. It seems like he is actively unaware yeah. of the shady side of how all this stuff is going. He doesn't know what all the dark stuff, like the dark stuff, going on. So he has no reason to believe that no, what they're doing is wrong. He hasn't been challenged and at like Russia at that time, just as other countries at that time were like, no, believe us, we're telling you the yeah, truth. Uh, everything else is propaganda. Mm. So he's bought the in-house propaganda yeah. hook, line and no, sinker. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, but the thing is, is like, I think like, you know, he even said at the beginning uh, where he's like, Oh, it's been 14 weeks since I've come from the farm here. It's like, you, you think in four, like, I understand if you're flying around every day, yeah. like if they had just said, Oh, it's been four weeks 
or it's been six weeks. I that I could understand a little better. Right, but fourteen weeks. I'm just sort of like, right. You had months, dude. Like clearly, like obviously, or even if they did, they showed a little more. Like I just need a little more to be like, Excuse give me. me a few more no, examples I, of this guy having an extreme, like having maybe an emotional reaction to something penetrating that cognitive dissonance. Maybe to him yeah. violently reacting to that, but eventually he overcomes. Eventually something breaks him down to the point where he can't ignore the reality anymore, right? Like maybe a note from an old enemy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> Just, yeah, something, it's, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, obviously, like, I like it. I'm always going to do, no matter what I read, no matter what I watch, I'm going to tear it apart. And then if you, if you add, like, I mean, honestly, there's a few things where, like, I do, I, I'm, because I think that's the best way. It's like the internet, you know, where they're like, you know what the best way to get the answer on the internet is make a false claim. Don't ask somebody what the answer is. Make a false claim and then you'll get the right answer. And I think that's the thing, right? Where if I come at something that hard, uh, people are going to defend it, right? And it's it's I'm either going to come out even more sure of my point or I'm going to see something that I had no idea of, right? I had no idea what I was going to see. So I, I think with a lot of these things, it's it, that's sort of my thing where like I, I just, I'm like... If something doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. And I, you know, I even said, I've even said where I'm like, this is what they could have done to make it make sense for me. Right. right. And, and obviously like they're not, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know for a fact that what I'm saying is unreasonable. <laughs> now I wish I hadn't done that because I feel like my girlfriend might just cut that out and use it as like a soundboard or something. <laughs> now I know for a fact that I'm insane, but I'm still a person. <laughs> she'll she'll just have that ready for any time you do you have something where she's like, I got you. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> did you know that you could select a word on your phone and then get it to speak it I yeah did not. so i've been doing that with the word the r word <laughs> oh sir like, dude that is so no. <laughs> press the button i didn't say it i didn't say it <laughs> someone's oh, got to deplatform my phone man um no and I, I, I yeah i do get i do get where where yeah. you're coming from i'm I'm more fine with how it is. Um, yeah, I, I th in, in my head, I'm like, okay, I can I can get with the reasons uh, of how as much as it's like, well, yeah, you could have done it, I but I see why you didn't. And as much like they they were interested, I, I like I because there's time jumping yeah. in this, and you're we're like. Give us the 10 season, like full in yeah. depth. Um, give us the Lord of the Rings instead of the Hobbit. I wonder, I wonder how, e uh, how difficult that would be to show Superman just in his off times. Like, does Superman ever sit and like just pensively think and get depressed? Or is it like, does he, you know, does how human oh, well, does he get? You know, well, I think, I think the thing is, when they've shown us him doing, uh, shown us him doing that. We're like, wow, he's being a stalker. He's being crazy. It, it, it is the only thing I could think of is like him sitting alone, just very deep in thought in like the Fortress of Solitude, maybe walking around looking at certain pieces of information or something on screens or something. Right. And I'm like, that's just so like it's so weird. You never see Superman in that desperate thinking way, right? Where it's always a very no, no. very stoic, very composed. He's always he always contemplates from a point of strength right but it's never like he's been yeah. beaten down to the, like he's just 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> even, even when no, no, I get you because even when he's reacting to something um, where he's on the point of mm. death um, or something huge and tragic has happened, he's still restrained in how he reacts. Like he he keeps himself in check very well. He doesn't he doesn't respond even though he might be feeling emotional he doesn't respond emotionally to to things necessarily um he does it when we get to part two and three of this and that's where things get interesting because when you see him react to things from that because you do see he he does sometimes do things from an emotional place but from a stoic side of it um the the good intent is there, but then when he responds to things emotionally, we see how different it is yeah, I, when he yeah, does. I feel like you never ever get this expression of emotion, but you can tell when his actions are being motivated by yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Or he's just like yep. yeah, 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 dude. That's what I like about Superman. He's he's he speaks softly and he carries a big stick. You know, like he doesn't he's not he doesn't talk a lot of smack. Like he's the type of guy who would just come up and knock you the hell out without saying a word, right? Like. Well, exactly. And well, in his case, he could like liquefy you, <laughs> atomize you with a perfectly placed punch. <laughs> and and he and his whole thing is like, I got to respond to this, but how do I do that without ending your life twelve times over? <laughs> I would love, <laughs> I would love like, like someone's like in someone's face, and then like it's a like slow mo, and then just. Vaporizing like <laughs> blood, and like as it's like it's slowly starting to dissipate, and you just see Superman there, like putting on sunglasses. <laughs> Slow. <laughs> that's uh, that's another Elseworlds. Yeah, Superman. or or like that'd be um, good Shazam or something. <laughs> oh my gosh, just uh, Black Adam. It would work for that Black is, Adam. That is, I don't know what that is, but it sounds terrible. <laughs> Black at well. Okay, so Black Adam is uh, so many so many comic book vi- characters have like villains, but they're the bad version of that of that mm. person. Black Adam is basically Shazam, but someone who was an adult um, who took the powers and then for a while was a straight up villain. Is now more of an like more of an antihero, like not not a crystal clear good guy, but still like harsh and edgy and maybe selfishly motivated and all that. But they kind of alluded to him in the Shazam movie. Um, it's He's been cast for ages. It's going to be The Rock playing him, which I'm like, yes, perfect. Um, so I'm curious about that movie coming out. But that that kind of thing of like just liquefying somebody and being like, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, that That makes sense for Black Adam. Because I think Superman, even if you do the red kryptonite thing, like that will that would undo him. <laughs> that would completely undo him. Because he's a character who will kill, but only if it's like the absolute, utter, no way out necessity. Yeah, I, um, I would like... I mean, what you've been saying is really something that sort of points home. That's something that I've really thought about uh, Superman before. The way he is very disciplined, very constrained, and and how, but they never ever explore that. They never explore him having to, to do that sort of um, the the mental. Uh, yeah, dude. There's this word the the when you um conditioning. I guess it's conditioning. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. or discipline or. Uh, wait, no, conditioning is right. Yeah, no, sorry. So it's 
that's something that's fascinating to me where it's very like that's like what a martial artist is supposed to be like right where you you sort of or like a warrior like a samurai warrior where your emotions are essentially the very first thing you have to get control of right you have to you have to stay yeah pragmatic and stoic and level-headed and um well it's it is something that they've uh my joke has been in the past with the uh the Superman, the animated series, and then its follow-up, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, at least twice, if not three times, uh, Superman in in those shows, because it's the same continuity, has given a speech about how he's like, all right, I, I get to cut loose. Like, <laughs> I feel uh, like I feel like in a, I live in a world of paper, and he's saying this to Darkseid. He's like, but you can take it, can't you, big boy? <laughs> like, almost mockingly. He's like, now we get to see how powerful I really am. <laughs> and it's just, it's that moment when you're like, oh! <laughs> yeah, I love those. Because moments because the 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 thing is with superman like as much as as much as other other characters are interesting and more powerful you can practically at some point being like there doesn't need to be a justice league if there's a superman and the thing is the more real world you make the world superman exist in then the more no that answer is um so you do have to have some of the fantastical elements and all that because the more realism you apply then no, realistically, if Superman's there and he's as powerful as he is, there need not be another hero anywhere. Um, oh, yeah, no. So that within that universe, having those moments, you're just like, ooh. And it's it's also another character who I'd love to see it happen in uh, in her second movie, because uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of her first movie, uh, uh, Captain mm. Marvel. Um, and I think that... If they actually let you explore that in that movie, I'd be like, that's an interesting angle. Because in a live-action film, they haven't done mm. that yet. They haven't had a superhero who's so strong accidentally kills somebody. Um, and with her, here's the character who is, in in the movies anyway, and even in the comics, like at a power level close to Superman. Uh, she can fly through the ships of, like, th- fly through ships unscathed, nothing. Um, like, who's that powerful? Mm. Um but she's early enough in her in her tenure where I'm like, that could be an interesting way to go in the sequel. Um, actually give her stuff to develop and react to instead of, you know, not. Uh, yeah, I, sorry, really. I really didn't like the Captain Marvel movie. I wanted to like it more than I did. Well, yeah, it's just, it's, it's weird. It's, I didn't realize that Marvel had their own Superman because it doesn't. Oh, they've got several Superman. <laughs> yeah. Like Thor is at the, like on a level of Superman. Yeah. Um, there's a there's the character of Sentry who is who is more or less a Superman ripoff. Hi, uh, Hyporion is of a similar power base and level. Uh, Captain Marvel is at a similar power level of um of that. But so many power like so many super beings that they just don't take the time to explore it well enough. So I love it when it's referenced, especially with Superman, because even though there are other characters who are more powerful when you think of the most commonly when you think of the most powerful comic Mm. book character you might think superman even though yeah dr manhattan's more powerful superman's gonna be the one that comes first to mind that's not even fair that i don't even think that should that (laughs) doesn't count because he's not someone he's not a superhero like he's not He's not solving. He's not preventing crimes. He's not out there. Like, that's not his thing, right? No, no, no. Um, but it's it's it 
it, they're, they're in the, the same yeah but like if we're pantheon they, if and world we're, okay and, but, if, but i mean let's realistically where are we gonna where are we gonna see are we gonna see are we ever gonna see you know manhattan do anything because <laughs> like, no. he's like just a regular well, dude, they, dude. They, he has no motivation well they've kind of brought him back um i haven't read the the stuff but over the past year or so i think it's doomsday clock where they've they've brought in some aspects of the mm-hmm. watchman into the current uh into the current continuity and it led to rebirth and the shift away from new 52 and i'm not as familiar i really need to get caught up on wait, that, wait, what, but, is, um, what is any of this that you're talking about what's happening when you, wait, okay so wait so they re-released the watchman or they released like a, a sequel oh or? no no they like they so they watchman always existed in its yeah. own thing but now they're um, actually bringing it into then, the dcu to an extent, okay. yeah, or not the DCU, the the comics. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, um, that's what I mean. Like, you know, I don't, I don't mean the DC yeah, movie, they, the DC. Yeah, sorry. See uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they they've brought at least Manhattan in, and there was uh, the tease was finding um, the comedian's badge, uh, Flash, and yeah, because yeah, I saw that. And I'm yeah, like, so what? Yeah. It built. It was building towards that. I just haven't read the story because uh, it took, it, it kept getting delayed and all that. And eventually, I'm going to. But to my to my limited knowledge, um, that's how we got stuff with the new Fifty Two. Really, uh, like put a hurt on DC. Um, I get why they tried for it, but it there was some good and there was also a lot of stupidity. Um, so then they did another launch called Rebirth. And then it explained how it got back because Rebirth really factored in stuff from before New 52. New 52 kind of condensed or threw away stuff that came from before. So to my limited knowledge, uh, a bit of that has to do with Manhattan. Oh, so I'm 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 definitely going to check that out because that is that's something that Manhattan could do. That'd be fascinating. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna yeah. check it out. But I want to know more uh, about that. I want to know more about that. I want to know more about like what I want to. I want other I, runs. I want to read. That sounds really, really interesting. Like an alternate. I would uh, again, and it's it's appropriate to plug since we're doing these deeper dives and we're splitting it up. Listener, I've referenced him before, and I'll I'll continue to reference him. Uh, look up uh, comics explained on YouTube. It is an excellent channel. I just can't remember Rob's last name and I've never directly interacted with him, but his channel is fantastic. He will deep dive into comics explaining what's going on, uh, the stories, the histories of the characters. Also, he'll do stuff in a documentary style like how did that story get to that point? There's a great video he did about the death of Superman, which does the entire history of Superman um, while at the same time expl- like explaining the real world stuff, the story reception, how we got there, but then also the inner, the in story continuity and the buildup and the impact it that had. It's so amazing. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Exactly. Dude, dude, check out his channel. It's what, what outstanding. It um, uh, Comics Explained. Um, it is, it, he's done a video where it, he, at the end of sometimes he'll do, he'll do stuff where it's, here's this video on this series, like, but then he'll do the compilation video. I think the compilation video for Marvel's civil war is in the neighborhood of five hours. Wow. So it's, it is something like you can watch, you can just throw on and listen to. Uh, I, I, I love that dude's channel and his, his, his stuff is great. Um, all right. So we've gone into the weeds. We got to wrap this up. So we are, we got right yeah. to the end where, 
it was Superman seeing that suffering and then saying he's gonna he's gonna pick up he's going to yeah. lead and I think that's an interesting spot to end issue one. Um, so f- uh, my final thoughts, like I, I've shared the whole story, but I really dig issue one because it shows even though there's stuff wrong and it gives greater hint and subtle foreshadow to what's going to be some of the conflicting issues going forward. Um, I really dig kind of the optimism and it's showing like Superman's still Superman um, just to beat up on the movie for a minute. And th- as much as we beat it up and uh, I'm with you and saying it's bad, um, that's the point I'm at. There is some aspects I like of it. I like some of the performances. I like some of the art. Um, the and voices all that. were very good. It's, We'll say that. And the sound, yeah. just the sound design it, was, was it really Oh good? yeah. Like the the production yeah. side was good. It's just it this story continues to resonate with me and it's I find it very applicable to today for the right reasons. And I think for me some of the stuff is the movie is very applicable to aspects of today and modern discourse to me for the wrong reasons because it takes a firm stance. It doesn't explore things with any subtlety or any nuance. It's very much like I'm right. You're wrong. Um, And then it was to, it changed Superman in there where we'll get to it as we explore the further issues. But if, if we were to separate that movie into three acts like this, like the issues do the end of act one is him killing Stalin and then just, usurping power and that is something that superman wouldn't do true and then as we explore stuff more in depth when we get to parts two and part three we see that there are issues but it's still coming from a well-meaning place and i just found the movie was like well no we can't it's He's bad. We got to do the he bad yeah. thing, and it didn't expl- It didn't even lean in that much to Lex, the shady side of Lex that this that this does. It 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 chose a side too much. Yeah, I, um, I, I just I like so when he like when he kills like that could be that could have been a very like I understand what it was meant to be. It was meant to be one of those like um, like when uh, what's his name. Um, Adam Driver when he kills Harrison Ford, right? Uh, it's yeah. supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be one of those, you know, like I no, but not even like that. It's because it, like I could see, I could see what they were going for. I could see how that situation could have been extremely, like the weight. I know, I know. There's likely a movie that does it perfectly, and I just I don't remember it or know it. But it's, <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be like he's killing his father, right? Like he he was betrayed so hard he's killing that his... like it was just a rage. It was like a thing where he like couldn't control. Yeah. It. But that and it just it, regardless, it did seem it just seemed like I can understand it from a human aspect. Like I get it, I totally get that, I totally understand. But then it's Superman, and he his yeah. whole existence is like we said, like about controlling and being in control of, of his powers. And yeah. Well, it, it, they, even in the movie, they made him justified in his actions. Yeah. Yeah, I could see doing that. But, but then I'm like, it's that it, like, even though he's justified, you're still, as the movie went, I'm like, you're still trying to show him at, like you're showing him as the villain. And then he has a moment later, which I'm not, I'm going to try not to reveal now. Cause we'll get to it in the, mm-hmm. in the book. Um, that I'm like at that that moment, which is so pivotal in the book, is really underserved by that earlier action. 
because how can I can't get on board with your reaction mm-hmm. then when you were just automatically on board like I have to do this and you didn't it was look so back strange. and then there's this maliceness yeah. to as we get to the stuff that we get into like the 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 robot aspect that we'll get into issue yeah. two like in the book you're like that's that's messed up but you still like even though we know it's messed up you still see like it's coming from a well-meaning place, but in the movie, it's very much like I'm like I can't look at this as well-meaning. You're now just a yeah, tyrant. In the movie, he he's like like you're not even a mel- well-meaning he's like, tyrant. He lies to me. You betrayed me. You betrayed our ideals, and I'll, I'm going to do exactly what I killed you for doing. Yeah, I it's, it's like I clearly regretted immediately doing that, but I'm still I'm going to do the, <laughs> the exact opposite. I'm going to end up doing the exact yeah, same thing. It's one thing if you could if you could see like in the cartoon, it was just it was purely just like it wasn't even like it wasn't even like a study like a, an understandable like oh he doesn't even realize what he's doing. He's trying to do the exact no, opposite. Exa- like, I think that was, was like, the big thing oh, for me. Okay, like once so he, he chose to kill lying about being a dictator and then he literally becomes a dictator because he killed him for lying for being a dictator (laughs) yeah gotcha where the book they explore some things and like i said we'll we'll get to it because we really got to wrap up there's Um, such a stories i've been doing this since the beginning of time it's from the argument they show they can they've been showing someone how how someone can become what they hate they're showing you, they've mm-hmm. showed, like, everyone knows this, everyone knows this. it's a common archetype, how you become the thing, you, you, you're, if you're defined by, by that which you feel is oppressing you, or, or you define yourself by your opposition to something, you, you are defined by it, right? And, and often you become <laughs> the thing that you hate in order to define yourself in opposition against the thing that you hate. It's how Antifa at times can be the most fascist yeah. group. you know how... No, I know, I, I know. That, 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 I'm sorry. That was a little bit of a a, a bit of an unnecessary pick on no, for my part. I, I apologize. I think, I think every reasonable person knows that it's it, yeah, it, America is the worst. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I'm really starting to think like any sort of reasonable standard should not be applied to America or America's people or anything like that. So like when we're talking about like, oh, but this side does this, but this side does, are they both American? Why are we talking about it? <laughs> like, did, <laughs> oh and did gosh. two you know disabled monkeys start hitting each? Like, are they you know, like? <laughs> oh, sir, <laughs> sir. All right, maybe we'll edit this section. I, a bit. I don't know, man. I just I have no no faith or faith in miracle respect for the country anymore. <laughs> it's sad. Um. All right. So, final thoughts on on the first issue. Uh, amazing, powerful, uh, well written. Uh, really enjoyed the the iconic moments. Uh, all things considered, especially for a comic, uh, they really the characters were well developed. Uh, motivations understandable. All that stuff. Uh, the only comic I think I can I, I think I, I has been has done a better job at at um. And I haven't read many, but has done a better job at uh sort of conveying properly the motivations or, or the, the the process through which someone would go realistically to get to certain points in their lives or, or character development it would be the watchman. Uh, I felt that that was mm. very good in that way. Like they they left out the right amount of stuff. Like the assumptions you would have to make are very easy to make. Like they wouldn't. It's not stuff that you even have to read, right? Like if you understand the basis of the characters up to the point that you've read, then like you know when you encounter that, you understand why they're doing what they're doing. You don't necessarily need it explained to you. Um, but yeah, what I found, especially when it comes to Superman, because he is, I think that's where like I sort of crave that sort of psychological writing of Superman or that that the stuff that sort of. Uh, 
gets to the heart of who he is or the way he sees the world or, or the uh, his motivations for doing things or, or or why he reacts to things the way he does um simply because it, he's such a difficult guy to write for right i mean just in the sense where he because he's so super controlled and and just as difficult as it would be to find a proper enemy for him it's difficult to find a proper to to explain um his psyche right yeah his a good depiction yeah. of him uh what did you think of the first one yeah no <laughs> uh i loved it yeah. i loved it I, I i know i kind of alluded to before so i'm just gonna end up hammering it home i loved how it was even though we're it's not like let's put superman in communist russia in the world uh, in the cold war um he was still superman um just like you could st- when you look at him, it, it, when you look at other Elseworlds characters or other people's takes on mm-hmm. characters, you can be like, yeah, but that's that's not Batman or Superman. Like, there's so much different. Like, you've just given Batman, you've made him the Punisher, but you're calling him oh. Batman or something yeah. like that, right? But in this, I'm like, yeah, he's he's got the the sickle and the hammer. That's his emblem. Um, he's. Like they still had him come from the farm. He's still an eternal optimist. He's still all about saving people. Um, Like maybe some willful ignorance um, about like what's going on in the rest of the country and how there's the hook, line and sinker. But that's something that also exists with, with regular Superman. So I loved seeing that translation. Um, And I, I didn't, Sorry. I didn't realize that a lot of comics, or or I'm assuming based on what you said, it, it seems like what what's happened here, or like from what I gather, your appreciation of it is uh, specifically in assistance would be that um, the characters are the same, the situation is different, and it's the situation, um, the 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 things that the situations the characters find themselves in that defines them, right? Um, or you yeah. know, it's like it's one thing to say, you know, to you can just make Batman a completely different person and then also give him a situation that he wouldn't, he's not normally found in. That's not his element, right? Like maybe Gotham city is different, you know, just the little things like that, right? Like where it's just a different reality. Um, but that's not Batman, right? Like you, you, or, or is it like, it'd be interesting if like you could make the argument where like Batman becomes like, say he becomes like a crazy killer. How would you get him to that point? How would you get him? Like if you can do it, I would be, I think that'd be one of the greatest books, like comic books ever. Right. Oh, and, and like, and that's the thing. I think, you can there's room for the elseworld versions to explore aspects like yeah. that um well, but i still think the the core of who that character yeah. was needs to of be course. there if you're going to sell the imp- if you're going to show the impact as me to me the yeah. fan of how we got batman or superman to this level then there still has to be that connective tissue to the character that i've known and loved that i've been it's reading interesting. it's it's Exactly. It's just like, okay, it's like, I wanted to be edgy. So here's Batman just murdering a bunch of people where I'm like, okay, one, that that's not Batman. But then two, you've nullified the story about how we got him to it's that very, point. It's very shallow. It's very self-indulgent. It's, it, I think people, even if they yeah. don't realize it, a lot of people have like a, a, a sixth sense for BS, right? Like little things like that where you can't articulate what's going on, but something gives you this, you're just like, it seems gross or insincere or cheesy i don't know yeah. what it is i just don't like it right? well, it's pandering it, it's 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 kind of like the issue i had with uh batman superman um just like I, the dceu i like the lived-in quality but the issue i have with 
if we're at a if we're at a movie where Batman kills, then one we don't have his rogues gallery anymore, um, and that I'm like, then we're being deprived of good stories. But then the other aspect is we're being deprived of that moment where we, the audience, are going to be like, oh, like that moment where our character who has who is like so strict in their code, or in Superman's case, like their morals and their optimism, that they finally break. Mm. Like, then then it's like we I, if you're gonna go that route then you need to have the earlier legs of who this character was so we can experience that and feel that whiplash with it because also like that character who we've known and loved we also know that they'd hate that they become this and we need to feel that along with it but in that tragic way and not that this is stupid this isn't who this is or what this property is um so I loved how the core tenets of who Superman yeah. is wasn't no, lost in the story. He was exactly the same. It was literally he was mol- it was it was that classic um uh what is it N- nurse nurture versus nature. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, they put him in the dip the different mm. place and in like Superman in America would have been like no democracy yeah. is the way and truth and justice and the American well, way and blah, blah, and they dropped well, that. Exactly they dro- they drop that from uh, like superman yeah. in general but they add it like here it's like still here's this this optimistic yeah. sponge who's seeing the yeah. good it's only the, maybe yeah. only the the hyper focus on the good of the country is goodness um, heart goodness soul is the goodness heart yeah. goodness soul the desire yeah. to do good and support is, well, um and not well, overthrow he, it was yeah. in his DNA. He was like, me good, me hello, exactly, me Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and then he looks so heartbroken when it's like he's been doing yeah. wrong. And then, again, the especially because I reread the three, the four sh- – if and now as we're separating it, um, especially the foreshadowing of things to come, where the conflict's, the conflict is going to come in, um, how – even though this person who is trying to just be moral and just how you're going to see how he's not like the, (gasps) unlike the movie full on throwing himself into the dictator role. I don't think Superman in this views himself as a dictator. He's in charge, but he's still like, he is doing everything for the good and you can see him. You can see how he thinks and moves that for the good. So I appreciate it. I love the first issue. Um, I think my, I think the second issue is yeah. my favorite because then we get some of those themes yeah. challenged um, in very interesting ways. Um, and again, a character who Batman, uh, as we get to him, that's the, that's the teaser. We get red sun Batman, who is just fascinating. Um, there's a character who is, very different from main Batman, but also very much the same character. You can see how a disciplined, uh, focused character like Batman would operate in those circumstances. I'm like that. It is. It's again the transplant of Bruce Wayne. What would make him tick? Yeah. The and throwing him a different, throwing him in a different universe. Everything worked so organically, and I'm like, that's why I I love I love some of the Elseworld stuff because it's like let's just do something very different with it. And there's a time and a place for that, um, but this is so much more. It's not just this immediate like oh or edgy or anything like that. It's like no, let's have let's have a conversation. Yeah. Let's have a conversation and explore things a lot more heavily and. It, you know what? Just to sing the praises further, it's the first issue and 
this run as a whole. What I love about it is I think this is maybe not the full, I don't want to say the full on epitome of what comics yeah. is, but what it can be because it's taking heavy themes using insane characters to explore them in ways that we normally wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's explore communism, the good, like the good side and the bad side or how someone well-meaning who has the powers of a deity can, it can get there. Um, and then like using that to explore the ideal person, because be it for realism or cynicism, any one of us would be like, look, no, that's not going to happen. Um, but then you take the character who is like, Oh, that could, the suspension of belief because he flies and he's eternally optimistic and all that. It, and I love when comics can like that to me is one of the best things about the medium. Like you can explore some real world stuff in ways that my normally cynic, <laughs> my cynical side would shut it down. So I'm like, this is, it is firing on all cylinders for me. I, I loved it. First issue and the whole yeah, book. Um, well, should, I think it was like eight minutes ago. I think you said something about Batman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just went. I just went. I, I'm I've sorry. forgotten at least three to four things I meant to say there. Uh, yeah, I guess we're writing them down while you're talking. So. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, dude. Well, uh, no, I'll tell you what. If, if um, sorry. Yeah, no, I was going to say, uh, you know, Batman, like his his issue with Superman, you know, I've never known Batman. Like I, I never got the impression that Batman was hubristic, right? Like I don't think he really had too much, um, you know, patience for that or or whatever. But uh, his his fight with Superman, like his uh, he's always had a, an issue with him, right? And even in the comics, like, I can never, like, okay, so, so, for this comic, you, you, you understand, you understand why anyone would have an issue mm -hmm. with Superman and his existence, and never mind Batman, but it, it obviously rings true, like, it's clearly, like, you know, it makes sense, but, um, even, even in the comics, when Batman was against Superman, it's just like, he, you know, Superman, the, the original Superman, the, the American Superman, he's not a tyrant, he's not the, trying to take over the world, he's not, he's, he's just a guy, right, he's just a guy protecting people, and I think Batman's issue is, he's just, super powerful like that's it like he's like you can't be you're not allowed dude you're you're not under control of anything Nobody's controlling you. it's like well, batman no one's controlling you either dude and look at all the stuff you're doing right like it's not your business man get over it <laughs> but i it's it's still regardless dude regardless of whether or not he had like it, something in the nature like it just doesn't it's weird because I, cl I can't point to anything that's happened to batman in the original story like if you go by the original origins like their classic ones i can't point to anything that happened to him or or that he would make him say make him particularly like against superman right the superman's existence but in this one like obviously obviously like, it, but it still made my point is that it still made sense even though you couldn't point to anything it yeah. just it's it felt like it made sense you're just like just the personality it's just sort of the way batman seems to see the world <laughs> you can tell like he just has it out you could tell why he'd be against him period but in in, well, yeah. in, in the red sun it makes so so much more sense it's so much more appropriate yeah, they they to, just to briefly speak to that, and then uh, we we gotta wrap up. I gotta yeah. get going. Um, uh, they um, I think in the original run, it, like some of it, some of it has just been like Batman has. I love the idea of, and I'm going into the weeds briefly, but the the comment that Batman needs a Robin, I think, is something that has been in the comics established as yeah. a truth. Um, just because Batman had at points because he. 
like a big part of him, his he he leans into that darkness, and he won't go as far as kill somebody. He'll maim somebody. Um, he'll break. He'll 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 shatter their collarbone. Um, and then the, the but then he'll also like legitimately save somebody. But Batman is he's gotten jaded. He's he's seen the worst that people have to offer. He he experienced that at a young age, but then he he's seen it. He's seen other heroes come and go and fall and twist. And then he's offered trust to people that have betrayed it. So then here's Superman, who's just the eternal optimist, like the big blue boy scout. And then he's, with ev- virtually every superhero, I think except for except for like one, um, he's just been like he has contingency plans for if they yeah. go rogue. Uh, you get that excellent like Tower of Babel uh, JLA it was story. A very fast. Um, I like that a lot. Which was which was also a good um, uh, a good animated movie. Um, and then it's something that and that's something they later revisited in the Red Robin one because. Tim Drake was very much the most like Bruce Wayne, uh, the detective. And even though he got along with people, he's still like, if they go rogue, I got to have a plan. Um, and that's just Batman. He's always he, like, he's always prepared. But even though he trusts and work with people, he's still like, if I got to take, like, if you go rogue, someone has to take you down and, and that'll be me. It's interesting um, that Superman, he I, has like, he has it's like a luxury his optimism is a luxury that the batman <laughs> can't afford right like simply because he's so strong like he's indestructible like he can afford to to be optimistic and see the good in people because nothing bad is ever going to happen to him right yeah no no he that that's an interesting yeah. point um no, but I did find, especially with this story, uh, like I did mention earlier, I and you just said now excellently, um, to take that conflict but then put it in this story, it made so Absolutely. much sense. It didn't. They did it in a way where you didn't need that, like that that suspension of belief or like, okay, well, it's but we see how Batman's experienced this over the years. Um, they just like the end of this issue was Batman with a physical yeah. opponent. And then in the next issue, and I think Batman does really represent um, Superman's ideological oppo- uh, mm. opponent. Um, Superman tends to have people who go against his, like opponents with ideals, opponents who need to outthink him because very few can outfight him. But there are villains who are will try to outfight him. So I think that was a good step and a good buildup. Uh, yeah, yeah that was, loved it. That was, loved it. Loved this issue. I, loved the book. I like what you said there, where, <laughs> where you know, yeah, uh, Superman's like Batman. He he's he's, he's he he makes un, it's like you and me. He, it's like he makes uncharitable assumptions and he's judgmental and paranoid. <laughs> and Superman <laughs> tries to give people the benefit of the doubt and be optimistic and see the best in them, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you're batman (laughs) i don't even want to be this is the worst day ever (laughs) oh man (laughs) it's like definitely did not see this part of the conversation i I, I mean i'm fine with it if i could just be everything else that batman is too that'd be great like i don't get any of the pros if if you could suddenly get the uh, the amazing fighting prowess and uh, <laughs> so I'm weak and, and and like I'm okay coordinated, but I don't know how to fight at all, <laughs> like at all. 
And the wealth wouldn't hurt. I mean, let's let's be honest. Oh, the money, 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 money. I, I mean, I'd hire someone to be. Money. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd be paying like I'd have like three dudes like locked in that cave, just sending one out each night. Be Batman. <laughs> oh man! All right, um, I think that's a good spot to hop oh, off, sir. So, dear listener, <laughs> Chris thank is you. Slowing down. <laughs> what? Slow. Uh, dude, I'm 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 fried. I'm fried. <laughs> Come on. Chris. Um, all Come right, back so. To me. <laughs> we finished the first issue <laughs> and, and we hammered the Chris, movie you're cutting out man and that's gonna keep coming yeah oh i'm cutting out am i here now christian um yes christian yeah okay hey perfect okay, okay uh, yep, so good. dear listener okay. we have we have audio issues uh because my wi-fi is not the best um <laughs> all right so dear listener thank you for listening <laughs> um i can't wait to do the second part with uh with you christian because like i said uh as much as i love the first issue uh i think the second issue might be my favorite of of the three um yeah i still i think i think uh i really like the first because they have those two super two or three super iconic and then like there's that that part with uh, oh yeah his clone i really enjoyed that too i, I don't know man I, i'm gonna i'm probably gonna i've read it twice so far i'm probably gonna reread it before we do our other episode or at least read this <laughs> the second part when you uh we'll figure it out after all right well dear listener thank you for listening uh i hope you really enjoyed today's episode of uh one cross radio and into the weeds uh i can't wait to explore issue two and three with Christian, and I know we 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 did beat up on the movie a fair bit. And at one point, I was like, "Ah, let's just beat it up on it to get it out of our system." But the reality is, uh, it's going to. I think it's going to come up as we discuss each subsequent issue. <laughs> it's, it's a terrible uh, so, thing that permeates all reality, and it, 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 you can't yeah, just no, get it just, out of the way. It, it's always there. No, it's, it's always. Going to <laughs> It's a prime comparison because it just happened, and it's just like it's 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 just something you can point at and being like, what, how, how do you take this and do that? Um, <laughs> and then people like Darko will try to say it's because <laughs> it's it's like if you uh, if you breathe if you're breathing like like just as one must breathe air to converse and and to live, one must also. Uh, talk bad about this movie. <laughs> you cannot prevent yourself from breathing, or you will you will suffocate. And it's the same thing with criticizing this movie. <laughs> at least, at least for us, I will. I, again, there were some good performances and great music and all that. But as I'm looking at all the strengths of this book, I'm thinking of the, of course, the immediate translation to the screen and how it uh, did not deliver. But we'll get more into that. <laughs> And into the excellent issue two next time. Uh, dear listener, hope you enjoyed. Take care. Christian, thank you for editing. And uh, God bless, my friends. Take care. Peace.